Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. A Kinky Love Story by Silk Stockings Lover Can you believe Mr. Green wants Bobby Franklin to tutor me for his physics class? Starting tomorrow, he'll be coming to my house every weekday after school. Ariel, easily the most beautiful girl in the school, was bitching to her bestie Julie. Batting your eyes at him didn't get you off the hook? Julie teased. Or your trademark you're being so mean to me pout? Julie was being sarcastic, but she knew her best friend wouldn't catch on. She loved Ariel, but the girl was without a doubt the most self-centered and clueless person she knew. In all fairness, it wasn't Ariel's fault entirely. She was a complete bombshell and was totally accustomed to being the center of everyone's attention, and her self-centeredness had been even more inevitable, since she was an only child. And if that wasn't bad enough, Ariel was an 18-year-old high school senior, but she was dating Daniel, a college junior who was attending on a full-ride football scholarship, and he was already a starter a rarity for a junior. Unfortunately for Ariel, however, his college was more than 200 miles away. I know. Doesn't he know how busy I am? Ariel sighed, as if this were the biggest hardship in the history of the world. I need to spend more time on my social media site, not waste my time with fucking physics. I know. I don't know how you manage it all. Julie pretended sympathy. Me neither, Ariel said, happy she had a friend who understood her difficult life. Everything lately seemed to be going against her. Her boyfriend lived too far away, and he refused to video chat every night like she wanted him to. Two of her subordinate cheerleaders were completely incompetent. Her GPA was hovering just over the required 3.5 her parents insisted she maintain. And the number of her followers had dropped for the first time in her three-plus-year career on all her social media platforms. She didn't know why. She'd been a powerful social media influencer since she was 15 able to use her beauty to draw in men who saw her as beautiful, and girls who wanted to be just like her, who hung on her advice for being popular. If only Mr. Green understood you better. Julie continued being the compassionate and caring friend, even while she was shaking her head at the weight Ariel gave to her first world problems. That said, she herself had risen to second most popular girl in the school because of her, and except for her egocentric personality, she was a good friend. Ariel would do anything for the people she trusted and cared about. See? You understand, Ariel said, frustrated. Why can't he? Teachers and their cockeyed priorities. Julie replied with apparent disdain, when in truth, she was slightly mocking her bestie. And to make it even worse, Ariel continued on with her pity party for two. I haven't been late in weeks. And Daniel isn't coming home this weekend like he said he would. You poor thing, Julie said. This time she wasn't remotely hiding her sarcasm, since Ariel was dating one of the hottest guys either of them had ever met in person. He was three years older than she was, and he belonged to the richest family in town. So every girl wanted him. I know, 
she sighed. And I really need some extra time to get my numbers back up. You mean your grades? No, silly. My numbers, she said. They've dropped lately on Insta and my other platforms. Below five million? Julie teased again. Thank God it's not that bad. Ariel gasped, shuddering at the horrible thought. But I have lost 22 followers this week. Well, that's really tragic. Julie responded distractedly, while she painted her nails. I know. Ariel said again, still completely missing the sarcasm. Like seriously, why the hell am I even bothering to take AP Physics? When I graduate, I'll never use it again, that's likely true. Julie agreed. What made Ariel's chronic idiocy even more improbable was that she was a pretty smart chick. Even though Julie loved teasing her, mostly for her own enjoyment, since Ariel seldom caught the sarcasm, they'd been best friends ever since grade two. And Bobby? Ariel continued her vent. He might be the biggest loner since Lee Harvey Oswald managed to get himself shot and killed while he was in police custody. And you know how that turned out, Julie added. Exactly. Ariel sighed dramatically. My life is ruined. Of course it had been ruined many, many times before today, according to her teenage mind, so this crisis was nothing new. I think you'll survive being tutored by Bobby. He is kind of cute, in a loner, shy, potential president killer kind of way. Julie joked. Gross, gross, gross. Ariel responded, and with her attention still on her toenails, Julie could imagine the face her friend was making right now. And he'll just perv on me all day, just like all the rest of the high school boys do. She said, stressing his academic level, since she had no time for those kids, now that she was dating a real man, a college man. Maybe you could just fuck him and coax him into doing all your schoolwork for you. Julie suggested. No way. I could never cheat on Daniel. She refused, even though the thought of doing a man with a bigger dick, who'd go down on her, or who could make her come for the first time, were perks she did desire. She was eighteen, and she never had an orgasm in her entire life, not from a boy or a man, not from a toy, and not even from her fingers. Which greatly frustrated her, so she hadn't told anyone, not even Julie. It was her single greatest shame, and one she just couldn't understand. I was joking. Julie backed down, shaking her head again about her friend never catching on to her sarcasm and jokes. But seriously, just showing the little skin could work in your favor. You may be right about that. Ariel agreed, since it had worked many times in the past. Why wouldn't it work on a loser who was way beneath her circle of influence? Worst case, give him a hand job. Julie joked. Gross, gross, gross. Ariel squealed, assuming that the guy had a tiny penis except that was what her almost perfect boyfriend also had, a small penis. It was barely over four inches. She wondered whether a big cock would succeed in getting her off, would make her come. Sometimes you've just got to do what you've got to do, Julie teased. And then they started chatting about an upcoming dance and what they'd be wearing. Tutoring session number one, Bobby's friends, yes, he had some, had been teasing him relentlessly about his going to Ariel's house which was, for his nerdy group, a dream come true. But for Bobby, it wasn't. Sure, the girl was hot. Sure, he'd love to do something with her. But he understood the school hierarchy, and he knew where he stood in it. Plus, in all his life, and they'd been in many of the same classes since grade five when his family had moved to town, she'd never so much as given him the time of day. So this upcoming non-relationship with her was more of a business proposal than anything else a way for him to earn some extra cash while padding his resume. 
Unlike his overoptimistic friends, he had no delusions of this new enterprise becoming anything sociable at all. Ariel was dressed in jeans and a slightly tight t-shirt that showcased her firm young tits pretty well. But to her shock and slight annoyance, Bobby paid no attention to her in that way. No long staring, no ogling her. No pathetic compliments. He just focused on teaching her physics, which he did make some headway in teaching her, then once he'd left her house after a relatively successful study session. Bobby adjusted the hard-on he'd been hiding for the entire hour, his dick contradicting his state of mind. His dick, just like his friends, thought he had a chance. Or perhaps little Bobby was just saluting a perfect example of erotic art. Inside her house, Ariel called Julie and complained. He didn't pay any attention to me at all. You poor thing. Julie responded, her sarcasm dripping. She was working on some scholarship applications. I know, Ariel said, again not catching on to the sarcasm. She concluded, He must be gay. That's indeed the only logical explanation. Julie agreed, this time not being sarcastic. Everyone was in lust with Ariel. Guys, girls, teachers, the custodial staff, everyone. Christ, even she herself had a crush on her best friend. Ariel was just that beautiful. She'd likely even been the cause of a car crash once, when she'd been wearing short shorts and a bikini top while picking up litter as a part of her gym class. A five-car pileup. Except maybe it was because I was dressed pretty tame. Ariel mused. Next time she'd try something a bit more provocative. Well, you've got it, babe, so flaunt it. Julie suggested. Okay, I will. He won't know what hit him. Ariel said, deciding to wear her cheerleading outfit. No boy could resist her in her cheerleading outfit. You go, girl! Julie encouraged her. Per Bobby definitely wouldn't know what hit him. Yeah, nobody ignores me for very long, Ariel said, determined to get this nerd drooling over her. She knew she shouldn't care, but she did. That night in bed, Bobby pulled out his nine-plus-inch cock and jerked off, coming hard in only a couple minutes, not imagining fucking Ariel, not even her giving him a blow job, but just kissing her pretty, perfect lips. Just like every other guy in the universe, he knew she was hot and beautiful. But unlike every other guy in the universe, he saw her as a complete package. Beautiful, sexy, smart, and interesting. If only she saw all of that in herself. Tutoring session number two, dressed in her cheerleading outfit, which showcased her perfectly tanned legs, and once again showcased her firm, big breasts, Ariel answered the door. Come on in, Bobby. She greeted him warmly. Thanks, Bobby said. He'd seen this hot blonde wearing this outfit many times. In fact, he had a few great pictures he'd taken of her during football and basketball games this season, since he was on the yearbook committee. But completely controlling himself, he came in without even looking at what she was wearing, except for an inconspicuous glance or two. Therefore Ariel was annoyed throughout the tutoring session. She even tried stretching her legs out and bending backwards to showcase her breasts. But alas, Bobby didn't seem to notice. He just kept explaining boring shit she couldn't care less about. That evening Ariel called Julie and opened with. He's definitely gay. Who is? Julie asked. She was in the middle of a masturbation session, but she knew she should always answer the phone whenever Ariel called. Bobby. Ariel answered. Who else? Oh, I'm sorry. Julie began paying attention. She reluctantly shut off her vibrator, only a couple minutes away from coming. You okay? Ariel asked. Julie was sounding weird. Yes. Julie. So. Did you wear your cheerleader outfit? Yes. Ariel reported, a little exasperated. And nothing. I might as well have been wearing a muumuu. 
No way. Wait, Ariel said. The nerdy virgin just kept talking about physics. Maybe you could look at it like he's determined to help you get your grade higher? Julie suggested. Maybe, Ariel said. He actually is a good tutor. There you go. But I'm going to break through his resistance, Ariel said. No one ignores me for long. He might just be oblivious because he's been ignored by everyone for his whole life. Maybe. But tomorrow I'm going to really show him some skin. Even more than your cheerleader outfit? Yes, Ariel affirmed. Although she wasn't exactly sure what that would be yet. Well, don't go too far, Julie advised. You don't want to give him a stroke. He probably hasn't ever seen any tits in real life. I still think he's gotta be gay, Ariel said. That sure is the likely answer. Julie said, Ariel could be right. Even straight girls drooled over Ariel. How could a teenage boy, hormonal like Bobby, not get hard-ons and drool over Ariel? He's gotta be. Ariel agreed, just as she saw an incoming call from Daniel. Well, I've got to go. Daniel's calling. No phone sex, please. Julie quipped, but Ariel didn't respond, she just hung up on her. So Julie reached for her vibrator and finished what she'd started fucking herself while she imagined she was the girl Daniel was dating. She felt guilty about her obsession with her best friend's boyfriend, but no matter how much she tried to push his perfect smile and chiseled body out of her head, her fantasies refused to fade, so almost all her fantasies were about that forbidden taboo. Tutoring session number three. This time Ariel was determined to make Bobby check her out. It shouldn't matter to her, but his complete nonchalance about her as a sexual being was shaking her usual unwavering confidence. She answered the door this time wearing only a t-shirt with no bra, so her hard nipples were poking through, a skirt as short as her cheerleader outfits, and a thong and thigh-high stockings, which had recently become popular. There was no way Bobby wouldn't notice how sexy she was this time, but much to her dismay and utter frustration, Bobby still didn't show any interest in her body. He did seem to notice she wasn't wearing a bra, but his gaze didn't linger on her chest, he didn't make even one snide comment and he didn't give her any compliments dot or actually, that wasn't true. He did compliment her on her success in grasping the coefficient of friction they'd been discussing dot to her surprise, she really was beginning to understand the scientific concepts. He had a way of explaining them to her in a way she understood, and without being condescending. He didn't act like he was smarter than she was, he treated her with respect. Ariel should have appreciated this about him. Here was a boy who was treating her like more than a sex object more than a pretty but brainless thing to set on a pedestal. Yet it frustrated her. She wanted his prurient attention. She needed that kind of attention from him. Again, she phoned Julie moment he'd left. He didn't even flinch when he saw my nipples, or when I bent over in front of him to show off my ass and my thong. Jesus! I'm your bestie, and that would even get me wet! Julie exclaimed. They both often made lesbian jokes with each other, although either of them was a lesbian and Ariel wasn't even particularly bi-curious. Julie, on the other hand, was definitely bisexual. She enjoyed cock and pussy equally, and if given a chance, she'd eat her best friend's pussy without hesitation. I know, Ariel said. Doesn't he understand how many boys would die to be in the same position he's been in, three whole times already? And many girls would too, Julie pointed out, knowing a few female nerds who had crushes on Ariel. Exactly, Ariel said. I pretty much dress like a slut for him, but nothing. Those are probably words you shouldn't say to anyone but me. Julie pointed out. He must be gay. Ariel surmised yet again. There isn't any other explanation. Except, Julie said. 
Except what? Well, I was watching him in English class today, and he was definitely admiring Mrs. Walker's legs in those shiny mocha-colored pantyhose she wears so often, Julie said. Interesting. Ariel mused. She didn't mind wearing pantyhose or stockings, especially since Daniel liked them. Yeah, he wasn't obvious, like the other boys who drew over her, Julie said. But I watched him all through the class, and he was taking constant glances at her legs, especially when she dangled her heel on her toes when she sat on her desk. So you think he has a nylon fetish? Perhaps, Julie said. I mean, I only watched him today, but he definitely adjusted himself a couple times during the class, and there wasn't anything else to get stimulated about, while we were reading Death of a Salesman. Hmm. Ariel pondered. Are you thinking about wearing nylons the next time he comes over? Oh, you know it, girl. Be careful, though. You don't need another stalker. Julie pointed out. Ariel had needed to get restraining orders against two boys and a creepy man earlier this school year. True, Ariel said. But I really need to break through his resistance. You're adorable in your insecurity. I hate you, Ariel said, even though Julie was right. This nerd was making her feel insecure about herself. And it needed to stop. Meanwhile, Bobby had arrived home and was jerking off, thinking about Ariel. He couldn't believe what she'd been wearing today. Her nipples poking through her shirt were so sexy, and he almost thought she'd been flirting with him. She'd softly touched his arm a couple times during their lesson. She'd bent over and allowed him to see her ass, covered only by a thong, and no matter how many times he replayed it, he couldn't come up with a way of explaining that it hadn't been on purpose. Perhaps she'd been teasing him, trying to humiliate him like other girls had done to him and his friends in the past. Except there was something different about her approach this time, which he couldn't explain away with any viable reason. Sure, he had a crush on Ariel, but she had a college boyfriend, and she was way out of his league. Regardless, he jerked off, recalling her perfect ass and that sexy thong nestling in its crack. Tutoring session number four, Ariel was now on a mission. As usual, her parents weren't home. They were almost never home. She dressed in all white lingerie, including a garter belt and stockings. She answered the door wearing a long robe that covered the lingerie and a few inches below her knees, but it didn't conceal her ankles and nylon clad feet. She sometimes enjoyed wearing nylons. They were a pain to put on, but they were definitely sexy, and they enhanced her legs and the rest of her ensemble whenever she wore them. She also figured if Taylor Swift wore them sometimes, they weren't just for old people. But just like every other time, Bobby just came in and got right down to business. Ariel, who took drama courses, so of course she played the lead in all the plays and musicals, said, Oh dear, I forgot you were coming. I was just doing a photo shoot for my Insta page. Okay, I can come back later, Bobby offered. He noticed she was wearing nylons, his personal kryptonite, and a robe. Still, he didn't want to be like all those other guys who objectified her and only saw her physical beauty. Actually, Ariel said, acting like an idea had just popped into her head instead of it hadn't been her plan all along. Would you be a deer and help me with the shoot? How? Bobby said, feeling his cock hardening in his pants. It was impossible not to notice her legs in those white nylons and her freshly painted red toenails. Well, I usually shoot the photos by myself, using a timer, she explained. But you'd be doing me a huge favor if you could be my photographer for a few minutes. You're sure about that? he asked, even as she took his hand and started leading him upstairs to her bedroom. No way would any of his friends believe he was about to step into Ariel's bedroom, not that he'd tell them. That wasn't the kind of guy he was, 
even though he'd been fielding questions galore ever since he started tutoring her. Of course he hadn't mentioned her increasingly provocative attire to anyone. Instead he just said if asked, that she was a lot smarter than people thought she was. Another surreal moment, and Ariel was holding his hand. Of course I'm sure, she said. It's not like you'll be seeing anything you want when you check my Instagram page. I guess. You do follow my Instagram page, don't you? She assumed every nerdy guy at her school did. No, not really. Really? She asked, as they paused just outside her bedroom. I don't really follow anything online, except for some tech blogs I'm into. I find that hard to believe. May I check? There was no way he wasn't following her. Sure, I don't mind, he said, tapping in his password and handing her his phone. She found nothing remotely inappropriate on it, so he wasn't lying. He would be lying if he said he'd never googled her name in Instagram and checked out some of her posts. Well, I'm hurt. Ariel pouted, still standing just outside her room. She didn't notice Bobby checking out her pretty painted toenails through her sheer white stockings. Don't take it personally, he advised. Social media just isn't my thing. Well, I want you to start following me now, she said, pressing the follow button on his phone. And I expect you not to delete this. I need the numbers. Okay he said. It was so surreal that she was making him follow her, not that he was complaining, instead of him desperately pursuing her, like everyone else did. But while he was agreeing, he was starting to wonder whether there was something going on, or maybe just beginning to develop, between them. It seemed unlikely, really, really unlikely, but she had been dressing more and more provocatively every day, she'd also touched his arm more, and just now she'd been holding his hand. Had she really forgotten he was coming? That too seemed unlikely, since this was the fourth day in a row he'd arrived here at exactly the same time. But the thought of her wearing nylons for him, or even knowing he had a thing for nylons, just seemed laughable. In any case, he really needed to take control of his hormones. They were obviously making him think irrationally. Great, she said, leaning in and kissing him on the cheek, causing her expensive perfume to linger in his nostrils for a moment before she backed away, took his hand again then opened her bedroom door and led him inside. She suddenly realized that except for her family and Daniel, and of course Julie, she never allowed anyone else in her room. Although everyone assumed she had lots of boyfriends and had fucked lots of guys, she'd only had three boyfriends since forever, and she only started having sex with Daniel a couple days after she turned 18. She'd originally wanted to wait for prom, which was three weeks away now, but Daniel had pressured her, and she'd gotten worried that if she didn't give in to him, she'd lose him to some college slut who would put out. Oh my! Bobby gasped as he scoped out his secret crush's bedroom. First, it was huge, triple the size of his. Second, in one corner was a green screen and a top-of-the-line camera, just like the one he too owned after he'd worked all last summer for enough money to buy it. Third, the overall room was shockingly not what he expected. The walls and ceiling were painted pink, it was home to a large sleuth of teddy bears, and there was a section on one wall where eight framed certificates were hanging that attested to her having won a number of beauty pageants when she was a little girl. Overall, it looked more like his twelve-year-old sister's room than a high school senior's. I know, Ariel said, feeling a bit vulnerable about bringing another boy into her room. It was a memorial to her past. It was her safe place. It was where she went to be alone. It's a bit much, isn't it? Actually, no. I like it, Bobby said. He liked her even more, now that he was seeing a side of her she kept completely hidden away at school. This room is awesome. You think so? 
Ariel asked, inwardly feeling a chill going down her spine from his enthusiastic reaction. Daniel's reaction, besides pushing her immediately down on her bed, was to make fun of her, saying it looked like a tween's bedroom. Yes, I love the way you're keeping so many of your childhood memories alive, he said, inspecting pictures of her also hanging on the wall, showing her family and friends from when she was various ages. Daniel says it's silly, Ariel said. Then Daniel is a... Bobby paused, despising Daniel immensely. Partly because he was such an asshole, partly because he was a player, and not because he played sports, partly because he was pretty sure he cheated on Ariel at college, and mainly because he'd bullied him for two years at the high school, particularly during Bobby's freshman year. I don't want to say what I think he is. Choose some dislogistic four-letter word. He finished. He'd refrained from calling the guy a plethora of nasty words he could have chosen. You don't like Daniel? To be perfectly honest, Bobby answered, keeping his eyes locked on hers, resisting the temptation to look down at her sexy nylons and feet. I'm not one of his fans. Why not? Ariel asked, astonished. She was accustomed to everyone telling her how lucky she was to be dating such a dreamy, hunky college man, although she'd also heard lots of people telling Daniel how lucky he was to be dating someone as hot as Ariel. Most people seemed to see it as a faded relationship, two perfect specimens born for each other although she hated when people called her perfect. She had her flaws, and she knew it. She knew she was self-centered, for example, but she hid that knowledge from other people, even from Julie. She also knew she could be insecure. And she was needy. She worried about Daniel cheating on her at college. She worried about the high on a pedestal way other people always saw her. She felt she needed to maintain a certain image at school and on social media. She even knew that all this was her own fault she deliberately created her persona. And as a result, almost everybody saw her a certain way, based solely on her looks, and she resented that, even though it was her own damn fault. Just once she'd like to be seen by someone as a complete package, beauty and brains. He bullied me a lot while he was still in high school, Bobby answered. Then he told everyone I was asking for it, because I refused to do whatever he told me to. Oh, Ariel said, not surprised to hear that. Daniel treated other people he considered below him with disdain, disinterest, and scorn. I'm so sorry, she apologized on the guy's behalf. Thanks, but that's not necessary. It wasn't your fault. But still, Ariel persevered. Nobody should get bullied. Then thanks again. It's been a lot better since he left for greener pastures, Bobby added. Now I'm just non-existent to most of my classmates. He said that as a matter of fact, and not like woe is me. He recognized that high school was only a means to an end. He knew that unlike many kids in his graduating class, for whom high school would have been the best years of their lives, for him they were tolerable at best. He couldn't wait to graduate and start spreading his wings. Ariel felt her heart break a little upon hearing those words. Partly because they were sanding, and partly because she realized he was right. She'd been in school with him for years, and he'd barely been in her periphery and until her teacher Mr. Green had insisted she allow him to tutor her, she'd known his name, but not anything else about him. Well, I definitely know you exist. Thanks, he said as she took both of his hands and gave them a squeeze. So now that we've been real with each other, and I'm grateful for that, will you still please help me? Ariel asked. She still wanted to get his personal attention, although her reasoning about why she wanted it was changing, but she couldn't explain what it was. Sure, he agreed. What do you need from me? Ariel undid her robe and slowly took it off, the entire time carefully watching Bobby, 
who to her surprise, was still keeping his eyes looked on hers. Which was strange, a little uncomfortable, a little sweet, and completely confusing. Meanwhile, Bobby was resisting every urge in his body and mind, so he wouldn't drool, or stare, and instead, he kept his eyes locked on hers. She went into the photo area and asked, Can you take a few pictures of me? Sure, he said, pretending this wasn't every guy's fantasy come true, desperately keeping everything casual as he went to the camera. I own this exact same camera model. You do? Yeah. Photography is one of my favorite hobbies. I didn't know that. Why would you? I guess because, she said then she had no idea how to continue. She was a little wounded by his question, even though he was right. Why would she? She was starting to feel a bit guilty for not knowing anything about this boy. Anyway, we should get these photos taken so we can start studying, he said. Your test is tomorrow. Don't remind me. She groaned, dreading that test. She felt lots better about the subject after three days of tutoring, but she was still nervous. This test was super important. The last one before the final. You'll do great, he said, surprised by her lack of confidence about the course, very unlike the confidence that oozed out of her about her every other dynamic. I hope so, she said. If I do, it'll all be because of you. No, it will be because of your hard work, he disagreed. You really are something else, she said, feeling something weird in her heart. He saw her intelligence very clearly, so why couldn't he see her beauty? I've been called worse. He gave her a shy smile. I meant that as a compliment. She laughed. I know, I know, he repeated, in awe of how smooth the flow of conversation was between them. While he should be nervous and utterly terrified, just like Raj in those Big Bang Theory early seasons, when he couldn't ever talk to beautiful women. Instead, Bobby felt naturally at ease with this gorgeous, sexy girl. So I guess you know how to zoom in and all that, she said, as she went over to her computer, typed some things, and on the computer, the green screen looked like a library setting. What are these particular photos for exactly? He asked. Knowing the purpose of a photo shoot always helped him to capture its essence, and the lingerie and the library backdrop didn't seem to go together. I mean, what's the theme? Womanhood. Womanhood? he asked, confused. Yes. The idea that I'm trying to convey is that a woman can be sexy, confident, and smart all at once, she said, putting on her glasses. She rarely wore them except for driving. That's a great message, he said. Then when he saw her put on the glasses, he asked, surprised. You wear glasses? Yes, but please don't tell anyone. I think you look great in them. But anyone who sees these shots will probably catch on that you're wearing them, he joked. Part of Ariel was flattered, but another part was annoyed. She was wearing lingerie, sexy fucking lingerie. And the first compliment he gave her except for the one about her bedroom, was that she looks great in glasses. I hate them, she said, which she did. Well, I think they give you a more. He paused, deciding upon his next words. Sophisticated look. And she smiled, as she picked up a couple of books. Now take as many pictures as you want. As you know, they're digital, so they don't cost anything. I'll choose the best ones later. Okay, he nodded, as he worked with the camera. Unbeknownst to her while she posed, holding the books next to her face without obscuring it, and smiling into the camera, after taking just one picture, he zoomed in to capture only her face. He snapped a few pictures, and then like any professional photographer, he took charge. Now look at the camera. Okay, she said, feeling very relaxed with him. She always did, 
but in this setting, it was particularly noteworthy. After a couple more pictures he instructed, Now open a book and read it. And I don't mean just look at it, but actually read it. The shot will look more authentic that way. Good. I like your approach, she said, and she tossed one book aside, opened the other one, and started reading. Perfect, he said, keeping the camera zoomed in as close as he could, while still including the book in the shots, and then he panned back just a tad. After a couple more pictures, he said, Now gaze into the distant stage right, about twenty degrees above an imaginary horizon. Can do, she said, and she did what he suggested. That's perfect, just like that, he said then after a few more snaps, he again zoomed in a little, and he said, Now the same look, but with a soft smile. Ariel smiled with her heart. All right, he said. I think we've captured the essence of what you were going for. Awesome. Let me see. Can you please wait until I leave? Why? Because as you probably noticed, I really get into my shoots, and that makes me self-conscious afterwards. Um, okay. She said, seeing the nervousness in his face. And we really need to get you ready for your test tomorrow. Bobby said, hoping he'd find a chance to adjust his hard penis without her noticing. I guess we should. She agreed reluctantly, and she went and sat on her bed and patted the spot next to her. Um, I... Bobby said, awed by everything that had happened, and was still happening. I won't bite. She giggled that he too laughed before joining her, and then for forty-five minutes he tutored her. She continued wearing her lingerie, and although she thought her looks might be having an impact, he continued focusing on the subject matter instead of her ripe, young body. Once they'd finished up, he stood up to leave, and she pulled him in for a hug, pressing her body against him. Thank you so much for all your help. You're welcome he said stiffly, arching his back, so she wouldn't feel his hard penis pressing against her body. Once she'd seen him to the front door, she went back to her room and put her robe back on, still unsure about the impact of her lingerie on him. She'd never caught him staring at her obviously, but nevertheless she felt perhaps he'd noticed her. Also, although she couldn't put her finger on a reason, she felt that this time had been different. Somehow she felt less annoyed. Somehow she felt more at ease. Then remembering the photos he'd taken, she went to the camera and scrolled through the session. She was shocked. Except for the first picture, every single shot was a close-up of her face, not a glimpse of her tits and ass, or even what she was wearing. But even so, the pictures were amazing. They clearly illustrated a side of her she never revealed to anyone, a side of her she always kept locked away, in a word, her vulnerability. But they were also confusing. Why had he taken pictures that focused on just that aspect of her? Why had he consistently zoomed in like that, while avoiding any shots of her body or her lingerie? Why hadn't he taken any pictures of her legs in her nylons, if he'd liked them? She had so many questions, but no answers. Even more confusing for Ariel was her desperate need to receive some sexual attention from Bobby. Yes, she wanted to know what his problem was, but even more importantly, what, exactly, was her own problem? She scrolled through the pictures a few times. They weren't remotely what she'd requested. They weren't remotely what she would have done. But nevertheless, they were utterly perfect. Not only did she look good, extremely good, she also looked vulnerable, and she looked sexy, and she looked like more than just a pretty face, she looked like a woman, a real woman. And perhaps most interestingly, he'd captured her stated theme of womanhood perfectly. Ariel felt tears beginning to form in her eyes, which confused her even more. She wiped them away and called Julie. How did it go? Julie asked, painting her nails again. I have no idea. What do you mean? 
Well, he sure didn't drool over me in my sexy lingerie and nylons. But? Is there a but? Yeah. But there were all those unspoken words. Ariel tried to explain, not even knowing whether she understood what she was trying to say. Unspoken words? Julie asked. Ariel sounded oddly insecure. I'm sounding silly. Ariel sighed. She was being too intimate, and... No, Julie said. But you're not making much sense either. Ariel didn't want to share those photos with Julie. She felt that somehow they were special. That they were intimate. Even though like everything else in her head, that didn't make any sense. I know I'm not. She sighed, wiping away some more tears forming in her eyes. Do you still think he's gay? Julie asked, trying to open Ariel up, which normally she never needed to do. Ariel didn't have an answer to that question. Part of her still thought he might be, but then again, those pictures. Although he'd zoomed in and ignored her body and lingerie, she sensed he was somehow seeing her beauty, her real beauty, behind her facade of beauty, if that made any sense. Finally, after a lengthy pause, she answered with her intuition. No, now I don't think he is. Even though he ignored you in that outfit you sent me those hot pics of? Julie asked. Ariel had sent her a selfie of herself a few minutes before Bobby was scheduled to arrive. Yeah, because, Ariel said, but didn't finish her thought. Julie waited for the rest, but nothing more followed. After the longest silence ever between the two, Ariel said abruptly, Sorry, I've got to go. Then after a couple of seconds, she finished with, And study. Um, okay. Julie said this had been the strangest conversation she'd ever taken part in. Bye, Ariel said, and hung up. She then resumed looking through the pictures. They say a picture is worth a thousand words, and these ones said even more, but she couldn't quite hear the lyrics yet. For perhaps the first time, she was questioning the validity of her life choices to date. Her, so far fruitless, self-analysis continued when Daniel called, and he wanted to have phone sex. She said she wasn't in the mood, which was kind of true, but it was only because faking orgasms was getting old. She said she needed to study for a test and Bobby had been tutoring her. Which led to Daniel freaking out about her having another guy in her house. She hadn't mentioned he'd been in her bedroom. She asked, Don't you trust me? I trust you, but I don't trust any other guys. He groused. Then you don't trust me, Ariel said, seeing through his faulty logic. I trust you, just not him. If you trust me, then unless he could overpower me, which a nerd like him never could, then whether he's trustworthy or not doesn't matter. Ariel pointed out, getting annoyed. He's the one I don't trust. He repeated doggedly, frustrated by her refusal to bend to his infallible logic. We're just going around in circles. Ariel objected, by now totally annoyed by his unwillingness to see her point of view. The one thing about him that drove her the craziest was he was the most self-centered person she knew, which was supposed to be her role, not his. My point is crystal clear. Just don't ever be alone with another guy. He snarled. Whatever. She barked and hung up without saying another word. That night, she studied her ass off. She even texted Bobby a couple of technical questions, and he answered them immediately. Lastly, she posted three new pictures on Instagram, all of them close-up pictures Bobby had taken. Not much later on, Bobby found his photos on Ariel's Instagram page. He smiled and sighed with relief. He'd felt very nervous about what she'd think of them, since his shots were very different from the rest of the photos she'd posted. At first it appeared the response to her post was doing well, but when he read through the comments, his heart broke a little. While many of them were complimentary like they almost always were, raving about her beauty, and some of them even complimented the new style, 
and how it showed a different side of her. A few of them were downright rude. From, we want to see your whole body, to, you didn't show us what you were wearing, and why are you going all artsy, to crude ones like, we want to see your tits, or, we don't follow you to see you looking sad, to what's all this pretentious shit, to, would you just give us some fucking nudity already? He shook his head, getting angry at those cruel worlds, those unwarranted cheat shots. He did like that many people were inadvertently complimenting him, since many of them said they loved the close-ups, the enigmatic storytelling, and how it illustrated her true essence. But the few horrible ones were what kept lingering in his thoughts. The next day, Bobby noticed Ariel was wearing her glasses while she took the dreaded physics test. He couldn't stop smiling. He finished the test, and he was standing at his locker fetching his book for chemistry, when she came up to him for the first time ever in public, and said, Thanks again for yesterday. You're welcome. And I see you're wearing your glasses. He acknowledged the obvious. Yeah, I decided why should I care what other people think, she said, a thought she'd never before allowed to come out of her mouth. That's a great philosophy, Bobby agreed. And you must mean it, since you're talking to me right here in public. Ouch. But you're right. I'm sorry I've always been such a bitch to you, she said. And that Daniel's such an asshole. No worries, he said, feeling something growing inside him. Not lust this time, but respect. How did the test go for you? I think I did okay, she said. But I always think that. I'm sure you did great. I sure hope so, she said as the bell rang. And thanks again. Anything for you, he said, meaning it. Really? I might take you up on that, she said, giving him her trademark smile that had melted many men. She then left, and Bobby headed to his chemistry class. That evening Bobby took pictures at the basketball semifinal game. He took many photos of the players, the fans, and of course the cheerleaders. He also did the same thing he'd done in her bedroom. He shot some ultra-close-ups of Ariel. South close that there were no signs of her cheerleader outfit, although they did reveal her hair was in a ponytail dot he captured her radiating, cheering, smiling, triumphant, and also looking a bit spent. Each photo captured a different and unique side of her. The game went into overtime before their school lost to a three-point buzzer beater. Truth be told, Bobby didn't care who won, he wasn't a school spirit kinda guy, and he worked on the yearbook only because he loved photography, and Mrs. Walker had invited him to join the yearbook committee in this sophomore year. But this time he felt a bit sad when they lost, but only because he saw Ariel looking sad, which he captured a great close-up of, in physics on Monday, following two fights over the phone with Daniel, during which he'd said bluntly, I'm not sure this relationship is working for me. She got her test results back. She was elated. She'd gotten 94%, which was way better than her highest expectations of 85%. She couldn't help it. As soon as the class was over, she rushed over to Bobby, who was still storing his books in his backpack. She shoved her test in his face, unable to hide her excitement. That's amazing! Bobby congratulated her once he'd gotten the test far enough away to read it. And it's all thanks to you. No, it's thanks to all your hard work. Bobby corrected her, giving her all the credit. Okay, it's thanks to both of us. I can accept that, Bobby said, all business. So same time today? Do you still think you need me? Bobby asked, since with that grade, he'd thought his tutoring duties were over. Yes, actually. I need you to help me review the entire course, so I can ace the final. Mr. Green told me if I do better on the final, he'll replace all my earlier test results with that higher grade and what a great opportunity that was. That's great, he said. And of course I'll keep tutoring you. Awesome.
she said. And should I bother to ask how you did? I did all right, he said acting modest. Just like every other test, he'd gotten a hundred. Quantify all right, she ordered with a grin. Just six percent higher than you did, he said with a slight smile. I hate you, she said playfully, still grinning. Are we going? Julie asked, looking at the odd yet comfortable body language between the two archetypes, the beauty and the nerd. Sure, sure, Ariel said. See you later, Bobby. Okay, see ya, Bobby said. Julie gave him a perplexed look. I got 94%. Ariel told Julie as they turned to leave the classroom. Mr. Green came over and said, Well done, Ariel. She's actually very smart. Bobby told him, I know, but you're the one who got her excited about learning. Who wouldn't get excited about physics? Bobby asked. I ask myself that question all the time. The teacher laughed, patting his top student on the back. I'd give you extra credit for the tutoring, but I'd need to invent a new grade to get you higher than you already are. No worries, Mr. Green, Bobby said. Your class is always a fun learning experience. Tutoring session number five. Ariel arrived home and showered. She read the dozen apology texts from Daniel, and she ignored his seven voicemails. At least for now, she was fed up with his drama. She certainly didn't want him dampening her great mood after she'd aced that test. She realized she hadn't understood how important it was for her to excel in her schoolwork. In truth, she'd only been putting in the minimal effort that she had, just to keep her grades up and her parents off her back, so she could continue doing her social influencing. But given the lift she was getting from this success, she now wanted to do well in all her classes, which given her overall GPA of 3.5, wouldn't take that much more work, unlike for Bobby's previous visits. Today, she didn't dress slutty at all. She opened the door for him wearing a modest jogging suit, although underneath that conservative attire was something a lot sexier. She greeted him with a hug, saying, Again, thank you so much. You're welcome, he said, feeling so good to be wrapped in her arms even briefly. But I mean what I keep saying, it really is all you. You're proving you're capable of anything, once you put your mind to it. Then let's celebrate, she offered. Celebrate? he asked, as she took his hand again and led him back upstairs to her bedroom. Yep. No studying today. I don't know if that's a good idea, he demurred. I mean it. I'm way too happy to study this afternoon, she said, mentally shoving away Daniel's annoyance with her and his lack of caring about her wonderful grade. No, instead he'd asked if Bobby was there with her, which made her decide she needed a break from Daniel and from his negativity, maybe a long one. I still don't know, he repeated. He wasn't much of a social person, and he knew Ariel needed to keep studying, if she hoped to continue being successful. As they entered her room, she pouted, in the cutest way ever, employing the same pout that had worked wonders for her in a myriad of different situations. Why don't you want to celebrate with me? Because the way I normally celebrate is by studying even harder. Really? Yes, he said. All that matters to me is earning high marks so I can win some scholarships, and then I can leave this town behind me. You don't like it here? High school isn't designed for people like me. People like you? Unpopular, into gaming, lower middle class and unattractive. He listed. He wasn't giving himself a pity party. He was just laying out the reality of his life as he saw it. You think you're unattractive? She asked, astonished. Now in all fairness to his point of view, until last week she hadn't ever thought of him that way but as she'd gotten to know him over the course of these few days, she'd started finding him really cute. And you don't? 
He laughed. I think you're very cute, Ariel said. No guy wants to be called cute, he said. Puppies are cute. Au contraire. Women love cute puppies and so that would infer women love cute boys. She smiled. True, he laughed. But the main thing is, I don't think you give yourself enough credit. Okay, you have a point. But I could say the same thing about you. He countered. Fair enough. She said then she went and sat down on her bed, and again patted the spot beside her invitingly. As he approached her, a bit less nervously this time, she asked, May I ask you something? Sure, he said, only then noticing she was wearing nylons, with her pretty red-painted toenails in perfect view beneath her black hosiery. As he sat down, she asked, Why did you take my pictures the way you did? I'm so sorry. He apologized immediately. No, no, please don't be sorry. She urged, setting her hand on his leg, which sent shivers of adrenaline through his body. I like them, a lot. I'm just curious why you chose to take them that way. You know, all close-ups. Well, he said, I wanted to capture your essence. My essence? Yes, he said. I thought the lingerie distracted one's attention from your true essence, from who I think you really are. And who do you think I really am? She asked, her hand remaining on his leg. For one thing, I think you're a lot more than just a pretty face. Are you saying you don't find me attractive? She asked. She wasn't accustomed to having a guy this close to her without making any moves. No. Of course I think you're attractive. He said urgently. You're the most beautiful girl I've ever met, but but what? Ariel asked, suddenly feeling an odd sense of insecurity. She really wanted Bobby to like her. Well, I'm pretty sure I can see the real you. The real me? Yes. The real girl behind your appearance. He said. The beautiful person inside. So you're saying I'm beautiful both inside and out? Exactly. He said. I can see the real you in ways I don't think most people do. In fact, in ways I don't think even you do. I don't know what to say. But regardless of how beautiful I think you are, you're in a relationship with Daniel. He pointed out the obvious. Yes, I'm in a relationship with Daniel. She agreed, giving his knee the slightest of squeezes. But that doesn't mean you can't at least check me out. I did check you out, the other day on IG. I'm glad you did. But the internet aside, didn't you notice any of those sexy outfits I wore while you were here? She asked incredulously. He couldn't be that dense, could he? He'd had to notice she was practically throwing herself at him. It was hard not to, he admitted, but still keeping his eyes on hers. Yet here we are today. Why do you keep ignoring me? I'm not ignoring you at all. I'm simply staying in my own lane. I'm smart enough to know that girls like you don't go for guys like me. What do you mean by guys like you? You and I come from different circles, different high school hierarchies, and completely different worlds, he explained. He was rather surprised he needed to explain this to her. He was also confused about why she cared enough to ask the question. You do like girls, don't you? Ariel asked. She needed an answer to that once and for all, even though she was fairly confident by now he wasn't gay. Bobby was a little offended by the question. He also needed to make it very clear he wasn't gay. Of course I like girls. But I'm not popular, you are, and I'm no Daniel. Ariel said, still a bit on the offensive. You don't have to be popular to find me attractive. Huh. But I do find you attractive. He clarified. Is that so? She asked, giving his leg a slightly firmer squeeze. Yes, it is. I think you're incredibly attractive. He said, determined to dispel any misunderstandings about whether he was straight, 
and whether he considered her attractive. She leaned into him a little closer, her breath hot on his ear. In that case, have you ever fantasized about me? You must know the answer to that, he said, trembling at her touch and warmth. I can guess, but I want you to tell me, she said, continuing her sultry seduction. Of course I have, he admitted, his dick throbbing in his pants. Tell me, Bobby, she said, her hand advancing up his leg a little. Tell me what you fantasize about doing to me. Bobby was trembling slightly, but he answered honestly. You might not like my answer, but my fantasies about you have nothing to do with how you look. They don't? That was totally different from anything she was used to hearing. No. I know this may sound odd, or even pathetic, but my fantasies are about watching you grow as a person, and about building a relationship between us that's based on trust and love, he explained. Then looking into her eyes, he continued, You're one of the smartest people I know, and I wish you wouldn't hide that from people, and dare I say this? I know you can do much better than an arrogant jock like Daniel. I agree with you about the last part, she said, her hand still moving ever closer to his crotch. And what you're saying is sweet, but what I really want to know is, have you ever fantasized about seeing my naked breasts? Bobby's mental condition was a mess. Her breath was hot, and her hand on his leg was creeping ever closer to his penis. That was obviously its target. But he wanted to stay focused on what was important, and not start treating her like an object. Well, um, to tell the truth, yes I have. He paused. But I also fantasize about you becoming a loving wife and mother. Feeling her seduction succeeding, Ariel continued her aggressive attack, even though she appreciated what he was saying. Never before had any guy told her he saw her as a wife or a mother, but now he had. She'd never considered herself as a potential mother. And the idea should have scared her, but now for the first time, she was seeing a future for herself beyond high school. But her next words belied those weighty thoughts. She asked, So if I were to pull off my top right now and show you my tits, you wouldn't get... I'll call it excited? I'm... I'm... I'm not saying that, but... Bobby stammered. Uh-huh. She purred. Then she swung her feet onto his lap and said, I know something you'd like, Bobby. What's that? He asked, looking down to see those pretty nylon-clad toes and feet perched on his lap and on his penis. Ariel felt his dick hardening under the heel of her foot, and she continued, I think you like it when I wear stockings like Mrs. Walker does, don't you? Aye. The bewildered boy stammered incomprehensibly. Will you please massage my feet, through my stockings, for me? She requested, wiggling her foot ever so slightly on top of his cock, trying to feel how big he was. He felt nice and big. Not thick, but long. They're a little sore. Um, I don't know if... Bobby mumbled, looking down at them in terror. Please do it for me. She added gently. I always love a good foot massage. Well, okay he said shyly. He brought his hands to her nylon-clad foot, his penis throbbing. That feels really nice, she said, and it did. Truth be told, the only foot massages she'd ever had before were done by machines. Bobby made no comment. He just massaged her soles back and forth, in awe of how soft her silky sheer stockings were, and that he was actually touching her feet. Then for twenty minutes give or take, as Bobby massaged both feet and all ten toes, he quizzed her on today's physics lesson and explained a couple things she didn't quite understand. But it wasn't his best tutoring, since he was so preoccupied with giving her a first-rate massage, feeling the silky soft nylons he'd admired so many times, and the tantalizing fact that her feet were resting right on top of his penis, his very hard penis. Finally, she said, 
I think it's high time I rewarded you for everything you've been doing for me. You don't owe me anything. She swung her feet swung off of his lap, and she stood up. I know, but I want to. She said then she pulled down her jogging pants to reveal a pair of thigh-high stockings. And no panties, Bobby gasped, now staring at her nylon-clad legs. And her vagina. She unzipped her jacket to reveal she wasn't wearing anything underneath that either, so her perfect tits were suddenly available to his staring eyes. She smiled to herself. He definitely wasn't gay, and he definitely was drooling over the sight of her, just like she wanted him to. But she wanted more. She wasn't sure why, except that she'd been curious about the size of his cock ever since she'd rested her foot on it. She glided over to him, pulled him to his feet and said, very obviously gazing down at the tent in his pants. I see that someone's glad to see me. Then before he had time to do anything, she settled both of her hands onto his cock over his jeans. Oh my, you really are happy to see me. She squealed. She leaned forward, pressing her naked breasts against his body. And my goodness, what on earth are you packing in there? Bobby stammered, his body seizing control from his mind, even though he was desperately trying to control himself. And no, Ariel, we shouldn't be doing this. What about Daniel? She found it impressive that even in the heat of a moment like this, that Bobby was doing his best to be caring and to do the right thing. But she needed to see the dick that felt so impressive. You let me deal with Daniel. And for now, I'm going to address the elephant in the bedroom. She dropped to her knees and unzipped his jeans, while Bobby looked down in utter bewilderment. Sure, he'd fantasized had about something like this happening, but never in his wildest dreams had he thought it could ever happen. As she fished out his dick, she gazed at the long, skinny, uncircumcised sex organ and gasped. Holy fucking shit! You're three times as big as Daniel. I am? Yeah, this is a real man's cock. She praised, as she stroked the majestic dick. I mean wow! Just wow! She continued her admiration, in utter shock about its length. A as she pulled the foreskin back, getting ready to take the monster into her mouth. Bobby was excited and terrified, and he said, almost shouted. I'm a virgin! As she licked his cock head as said, That's okay. You've been doing a wonderful job of teaching me physics. Now let me teach you some biology. Oh God! He groaned, wanting so badly for this to happen, yet feeling strangely guilty about cuckolding a guy he hated. As much as I want to do this, it doesn't feel right. You're still with Daniel. Was there any chance she'd break up with Daniel for him? Give up a jock for a nerd? The thought was ludicrous but no more ludicrous than what was happening right now, Ariel repeated. Don't worry about Daniel, I'll deal with him later. Then she swirled her tongue around his cock head, not sure how she felt about Daniel right now. For about a week Bobby had been treating her so much better than Daniel, or any other guy, ever had. Bobby consistently treated her like a real person instead of just a sex object. Plus his cock was incredible. Deciding to deal with the consequences of her seduction of Bobby later, Right now, she just had to have his cock in her mouth. She had to. She never wanted to suck a cock this much in her life. Now please, Bobby. I have to have this cock. It's just so perfect. I just have to. I want it so bad. Please, Bobby, please. Let me thank you properly by sucking your big cock. Oh, God. He repeated, overwhelmed by what she was doing to him, by the pleasure he was feeling from just her tongue touching his cock head. But he wanted to emphasize to her, no matter how corny it would sound, and he already knew it would. But oh, that tongue licking the head of his cock. I see you as lots more than just a sex symbol. You're a lady and a queen. 
As she continued teasing his cock head, she felt warmth gushing through her from his sweet words, and she responded. Aw, thank you so much, sweetie. But right now this royal lady wants to suck your big cock. Please don't make me beg for it. I just have to have it. Okay, Gigi go ahead. Bobby stammered. She looked up into his eyes while she stroked his dick, making their interactions feel very intimate. He was astonished by how desperately, according to her own words, she wanted his dick. Of course, being a virgin, he wasn't accustomed to anything like this. Of course, he knew he had a big dick. He'd happened to see lots of dicks in the boys' change room, but he hadn't really bought into the size matters thing. Not until now, anyway. He did feel a need to mention, again unsure why he was setting obstacles in the way of his first blow job, with the most beautiful girl ever. But this isn't how I plan to lose my virginity. You're not losing your virginity, you sexy novice. She explained, licking his long shaft, her pussy burning with a fire she wasn't accustomed to feeling. You're only getting your first blow job. But if you wanted to give me your cherry in the near future and I wanted to take it, then we could discuss beforehand what you'd want it to look like. Ariel then slid her tongue back up his shaft and wrapped her lips around his dick, still focusing on the cock head. Since he was a virgin, he likely wouldn't last very long, but she still wanted this experience to last as long as she could possibly manage, so she was taking her time. Besides, a cock like this deserved to be worshipped. Uh-huh, Bobby moaned. He was standing there with his pants around his ankles, staring at the most popular and beautiful girl in the school, who was on her knees with his cock in her mouth. No one would ever believe it, even though he certainly wasn't going to tell anyone. Em, she purred, looking up at him after thirty seconds or so. I love your cock, Bobby. It's so fucking long and hard. Thanks, he said, as she went back to sucking his cock, yet what fascinated Bobby the most was the lusty look in her eyes. She wasn't faking her enthusiasm. She wasn't doing this just to repay him for tutoring her. She definitely wanted to suck his dick, and she was obviously very impressed by his tool. This gave him confidence he never had before with girls, or with most things that weren't academic or gaming. As she started to bob, taking just two or three inches into her mouth, he moaned. Damn, that feels good. Em, she moaned, bringing her left hand to her pussy so she could rub herself. She couldn't explain why. But with Bobby, her body and pussy felt different from ever before. She was highly motivated to make his first blow job memorable, one he'd never forget. Feeling ambitious, she began taking more of his cock with each bob. Oh, Jesus, Bobby moaned. Ever since puberty, he'd wondered what a blow job would feel like, but he never imagined it would feel this good. He now felt his balls bubbling, so he wouldn't last much longer. Ariel was confused by the fire burning inside her. But nevertheless, she pulled way back, then resumed bobbing in lustful desperation, doing her utmost to get his cock all the way down her throat. But alas, she couldn't do it, so she needed Bobby to take control. Oh my god, Bobby, I really need to feel your dick down my throat. Please, Bobby. I need it so bad. I need you to take charge of me and to fuck my mouth with your delicious long cock. You really mean that? He asked. But when he looked down and saw the complete desperation on her face, he knew. Yes, Bobby. I need you to shove your huge cock all the way down my throat, and when you hear me gagging, don't pay any attention, just keep going. She demanded, still frantically rubbing her pussy. I've never wanted a cock so badly. Okay, if that's what you want. He agreed dubiously, as she grabbed the base of his dick with her thumb and forefinger and slowly eased it deep into her open mouth and throat, 
while she began finger-fucking her wet, meaty pussy. In awe, he watched inch after inch slowly disappearing past her perfect lips. And as his cock went deeper down her throat, he saw tears welling up in her eyes while she began gagging, but she continued struggling to swallow even more of it, nonetheless. Bobby began to pull back, saying, I'm sorry, but that's too much for you. But Ariel reached around him and grabbed his ass with her right hand to force even more of his cock down her throat, while also furiously finger-fucking herself. She was determined to force all nine of his inches through her mouth and much of it down her throat, eventually, to Ariel's surprise and Bobby's astonishment. All nine inches were inside Ariel's mouth and beyond, with her hand remaining forcefully pressed against his ass. She was gagging constantly, but she was determined to overcome that reflex, until she could take all nine inches without gagging. After spending about ten seconds at maximum penetration, Ariel grabbed his hips with both hands and began jerking him back and forth, to let him know she needed him to face fuck her without mercy. Once Bobby was convinced she was truly in earnest, he began slowly sliding his entire cock in and out of her mouth. Then when she knew she'd convinced him, she brought her left hand back to her pussy and resumed finger-banging herself, feeling an orgasm rising, being not only a virgin, but a total novice to anything at all resembling a scenario like this one. But having heard talk about how embarrassing premature ejaculation was, Bobby concentrated on trying to last as long as he could, but within about a minute. He could tell he wouldn't last much longer. So thoughtful guy that he was, he warned. I'm about to come. But instead of backing away like he expected, Ariel just kept going. She wanted to feel his cock pulse in her mouth and to feel his cum shoot down her throat. To make her intentions clear, once again she again pressed her hand against his ass, silently insisting, keep going. Bobby got the message, so he kept on pumping, now faster, his balls bouncing off her chin, and after a dozen more deep throat thrusts, he grunted and spewed his warm load down this goddess's throat. Incredibly, the moment she felt his cock pulsating and begin shooting his load past her mouth and down her throat, Ariel's own orgasm erupted out of her. She leaned back a bit, his cock slipping out of her mouth after two ropes of cum spurted into her, and his last three big wads splattered onto her pretty face. Bobby hadn't been able to avoid control coming on her, but he still felt terrible when he saw Ariel's face soiled and dripping with his cum. And her tears had played their part in totally messing up her makeup. But in spite of himself, he still found her beautiful in her ruined state. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. But she just smiled beatifically while she allowed herself to collapse onto her back, her body trembling with sweet sensations of euphoria. She looked up at him and said, Don't you dare be sorry. You and your big cock have just accomplished something nobody else has ever managed to do. Not even Daniel, and not even me. You just gave me my very first orgasm. I did. He gazing, looking down at her face, and then her parted legs, at her pretty pussy with wetness leaking out of it. Yes, you really did. Until just now, I've never come from having sex, or even from my fingers. She admitted congratulatorily. Not once. Wow. He said and brimming with a variety of confidence he never had before, he dropped to the floor, crawled between her legs and offered, not wanting this amazing and likely once-in-a-lifetime experience to end yet, and hoping to make another of his fantasies, and maybe hers too, come true. Then let's see if I can help you come twice. Oh my good, Ariel moaned. Suddenly and totally unexpectedly, Bobby was between her legs, and he was licking her pussy. Daniel would never lick her pussy, even though he demanded that she suck his cock. That double standard had always pissed her off, as did Daniel's claim it was like eating raw fish. Daniel never does this. 
Bobby had never before licked a pussy, but scholastic nerd that he was, he'd researched it extensively. He'd never expected an opportunity would ever arise, and certainly not today, and no way it would be with the most beautiful girl in the world, but he was up for the task, and completely focused. He suddenly felt so powerful after becoming the first person in the world to make her come, and he hadn't even done anything. So now he wanted to be the man for her that Daniel obviously wasn't. He didn't expect her to break up with the arrogant bully for him, that would be a pipe dream, but he was certainly going to make the most of this moment, and at the very least, leave her with a fond memory. He started by parting her pussy lips and tasting her sweet nectar. He couldn't believe how good it tasted. The internet had gotten the taste of a woman totally wrong, oft-times using derogatory and unsavory words. But in real life, it was utterly delicious, as was her intoxicating scent. Oh my god, Bobby! Ariel moaned. His tongue felt so good on her pussy, that was still coming, her body and her tumultuous emotions continuing to add more fuel to her fire of lust. You taste amazing. Bobby praised her, resisting his impulse to say Daniel was an idiot, since he wanted to make this unfolding miracle all about her and him. But his compliment was likely meaningful to her, since he'd heard that many girls were self-conscious about their intimate taste and scent. Don't stop, baby. Ariel crooned, savoring the tail end of her very first orgasm, and could it be? She could feel a second wave rising inside her. Was she capable of experiencing multiple orgasms? Was that an actual possibility? I won't until you come on my face. Bobby pledged, feeling one rush because he was eating her pussy, and another rush because Ariel had just called him baby. What a sweetheart you are! Until now, nobody has ever been willing to do this for me. Ariel praised her lover. Also until now, she'd never realized that all the boys and men she'd ever dated had been selfish. That's crazy, Bobby said. I'd be happy to do this for you every day. Em, Ariel moaned. That idea was very appealing. Bobby's agile tongue inscribed up and down Zed's in her moist, pink flesh. He'd read about it somewhere. It seemed to be working. Her moans were getting louder. Oh baby, that feels so good. Ariel moaned, pressing her hand against the back of his head. Please don't stop. Bobby continued his up and down zigzags, his dick still hard after he'd come. It turned out that giving was as sexually stimulating as receiving. Oh yes, baby, eat my pussy. Ariel moaned, and then over the next couple of minutes she really got verbal. And she also pulled his head deeper into her wetness, loving to feel the extra pressure against her pussy. Oh yes, lick my pussy. And, oh baby, that feels so good. And, don't stop, don't you fucking stop. As she felt that impossible second orgasm he'd promised her, in fact rising rapidly. Please come on my face, just like you've just allowed me to come on yours. Bobby begged, and then he went for her clit, sucking it between his lips, having read somewhere that it was one way to send a woman really wild, and she'd come like crazy. Sure, baby. Do you want my cum? Ariel asked, lifting her ass a bit for him. I do, he said, desperately wanting to make her cum, to hear her scream, and to taste her full flood of cum. Give me your cum! After a couple more minutes of relentless licking and sucking on her clit, it was obvious she was getting close again. Oh yes! Oh yes, baby! Don't stop! Don't stop! Fuck! 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 Ariel screamed, as her second orgasm in just a few minutes torpedoed through her. Her legs stiffened, her back arched, and her cum gushed out of her in a massive flood all over Bobby's face. Bobby eagerly lapped up all that cum spilling out of Ariel's pussy. 
This was just as exhilarating as the blow job he'd gotten. The rush of adrenaline he felt from making the hottest girl ever, his dream girl, come, was the ultimate high of his until now non-existent sex life. So good, Ariel moaned weakly, utterly spent, as she collapsed onto the floor and let the orgasm cascade through her body like a million pleasure pulses. So delicious, Bobby said, continuing to lap up her cum, not planning to leave these nylon-clad legs behind until she made him go. Then for a couple minutes, there was nothing but silence between them. Ariel was savoring the lengthy aftermath of her back-to-back orgasms, following more than eighteen years of none, while she pondered what had just happened. Meanwhile, Bobby contented himself with lavishly lapping up her steady trickle of sweet cum, enjoying the intimacy of pleasing Ariel's pussy just a little bit more, since this out-of-body experience was almost concluded. And the real world of irresistible football heroes was about to come splashing down on him like a bucket of ice. Water. Finally Ariel sat up, pulled Bobby to his knees into her, and kissed him tenderly. It was weird that their first kiss didn't happen until they'd given oral sex to each other. Bobby melted into her soft lips. This romantic but non-sexual moment was somehow even more meaningful to him than both her giving him that blowjob and his going down on her. It lasted for about a minute, then Ariel's phone buzzed. Her eyes went wide. One of my parents has gotten home. Bobby panicked, and he frantically jumped to his feet and pulled his pants up, thankful that oddly, he'd never taken them all the way off. Ariel quickly got dressed, and Bobby, now looking more or less respectable, but not completely, since he could feel his cheeks burning red with concern, reminded her. You still have my cum on your face. Oh shoot, she said, but then smiled as she went to her vanity and picked up a wipe that she usually used to remove her makeup. That was a big load you gave me, stud. Hurry, he said in a panic, realizing the bedroom door was open, as he went to his bag, pulled out his physics textbook, lunged onto the bed and opened it to a random page. You're so adorable, Ariel said, looking into the mirror and seeing how messy her face was. Shit, he'd really unloaded on her. She almost wanted to keep it on her face. It was such a different look for her. But instead, she quickly cleaned herself up and joined him on the bed. Bobby was trembling when a few seconds later Ariel's mom entered the room. Hi, she greeted casually. You must be Bobby. The pretty mom walked over to him and shook his hand. Thank you so much for helping Ariel. You must be a miracle worker. Mom, Ariel objected. You're gushing. And why shouldn't I? In a few days, he helped you completely overcome that academic bump in your road. The mom gushed unashamedly. Ariel managed not to laugh out loud. If her mother only knew the nature of the bump he'd helped her overcome today. But she only said, Can you please leave us alone right now? We're trying to study. Actually, I've got to go now. Bobby said, suddenly feeling overwhelmed. He closed his textbook and stuffed it in his backpack, stood up, said, It was very nice meeting you, Mrs. Burns and scurried out of the room. That was strange. Ariel's mom said. He's a strange boy. Ariel said. Brilliant, but strange. Feeling wetness still leaking out of her pussy point ten minutes later, Ariel phoned Julie. You'll never guess what just happened. Ariel babbled excitedly, still processing everything. She'd just come for the first time, twice. Surreally the first time just from sucking dick and getting face fucked, and then again from getting her pussy licked. She also couldn't believe how amazing having sex with Bobby had felt compared to anything she'd ever done with Daniel. It was night and day. It was as if she just lost her oral virginity, which in essence she just had. Also, and she couldn't explain it, even just that brief kiss had touched her, making her heart sing. 
She knew it made no sense, since her original plan had just been to make a determined effort to prove she could make any boy want her. Yet now, yet now, yet now, she was swamped by feelings she'd never felt before. Oh, I dunno. How about you finally got up the nerve to ask Bobby if he was gay, and he said he wasn't? Julie joked, watching bring it on for the hundredth time. Well, he definitely isn't gay, Ariel replied. She just had to talk about this, and she trusted Julie 100% to keep her secret. Ariel was faithfully keeping Julie's many secrets, such as she'd had a lesbian encounter with the church mom, and she'd also had a threesome with two football players from another high school, while she was still dating Joey. Then do tell me how you know, Julie said curiously, muting the television while letting the movie keep playing. She knew every word anyway. You wouldn't believe me if I told you, Ariel said, still not believing it herself. You're not allowed to say that and not tell me, girl. Well, first of all, he has a huge dick, Ariel said, that long, hard shaft forever etched into her brain. Fuck off, Julie scoffed. You didn't actually see his dick. I more than just saw it. Ariel bragged, her mouth watering as she replayed that big dick in her hand and in her mouth. Girl, Julie gasped, shocked by Ariel's words. First, because between the two of them, Ariel was the good girl. Yes, she had a prestigious boyfriend and all, but she never cheated, and she hadn't done any really wild things, unlike Julie. She hadn't even told Ariel yet about this past weekend's spit roast by two married men she'd met at a bar, and who'd taken her to their minivan in the parking lot and fucked her good. I know, Ariel said. What was she thinking? What had she done? What next? All these questions stemming from that word girl dot. You know what? Julie asked. I'll stop talking, and you can just tell me what the fuck happened. Well, I had him massage my feet through my nylons while we were studying, Ariel reported, and I could feel his hard dick under my feet. You're such a bad liar, Julie said, trying to imagine a world where nobody like Bobby had a big dick. Actually, I'm not lying. Then I tempted him by getting completely undressed, until I was only wearing thigh-high stockings. Ariel continued. You showed a nerd your tits? Julie asked, shocked. And my pussy too. Ariel continued, not believing herself how aggressive she'd been. Jesus, girl. That's committing social suicide. You think? Then what happened next is going to bury me six feet under. Ariel continued, a little worried about Julie's reaction. But if Julie told her the exact same thing, she'd be aghast. I hope you didn't fuck him. Julie worried. No, she replied, although right now she was dying to know what those nine inches would feel like inside her pussy. But what I did do was I pulled his pants down, dropped to my knees, and sucked his very long dick. She revealed, leaving out the part about her begging him for it. No way, Julie said, completely stunned by Ariel's unbelievable confession. Way and it gets even wilder, Ariel said, trying to ignore her friend's obvious state of shock. She was getting all excited again while she replayed the wild encounter, her pussy once again burning. I can't fathom, Julie said, meaning any of what she was hearing. There's something I've never told you, because I've been too ashamed about it, Ariel said. Worse than sucking Bobby's dick? Julie asked bluntly, even while she was confused to feel her pussy leaking into her panties a bit. Was this scandalous conversation turning her on? Yeah, I think lots worse, Ariel said. Then she admitted with a heavy sigh. I've always thought there was something wrong with me, because I've never had an orgasm. Never? Julie asked, shocked. Never. Not even with your fingers? Not even. Or a toy, a cucumber, or a bottle? 
Julie listed all the things she'd shoved up her pussy. No, no, and no, Ariel said. Nothing had ever made me come. Not even fucking or oral sex? Julie continued her questioning, in utter shock to learn her bestie had never had an orgasm. No to fucking. And no one had ever been willing to go down on me. Ariel admitted. The taste of raw fish was sometimes mentioned. Julie's reaction was making her feel even more pathetic than before about her sex life before this afternoon. Daniel has never gone down on you? No. That asshole. Julie growled, shaking her head. I know. So what happened after you got undressed for him? Julie asked, as she rolled over, pulled her vibrator out of her dresser drawer, slid out of her shorts and panties, turned her vibe on low, and continued to listen. Are you sure you want to know? Ariel asked, still processing all that she'd done, now that the lust had faded. I guess it's pretty shameful. It's too late to turn back now. Julie said, sliding the toy into her pussy. Okay. Then as I was saying, I dropped to my knees, pulled his pants and underwear down, and released his massive dick. Ariel said. Just saying those words made her pussy start burning again. Define massive. Julie said, now slowly fucking herself. Nine inches. Ariel answered matter-of-factly. Fuck off. Julie gasped. That was hard to believe. So far she'd been fucked by a dozen men, and none of them had a dick longer than six inches. She couldn't even fathom nine, especially on an unathletic nerd like Bobby. I'm serious, Ariel said. It's porn star big. Jesus! Julie gasped, trying to picture nine inches sticking out from Bobby's crotch. He wasn't ugly, and with a makeover he might actually be attractive, but a nine-inch dick definitely enhanced his ranking on the famous scale from about a three to at least a nine. Yeah, I know, Ariel said. And I was completely enamored of it. That I can believe, Julie said. A visual of that a nine-inch cock was now stuck in her head, and she wouldn't be able to look at Bobby the same way ever again. Then I begged him to let me suck it. Ariel blurted out. You didn't. I did, Ariel admitted. I just had to suck it. I needed to have it in my mouth. It was such a majestic dick. Majestic dick? Julie asked. She continued slowly fucking herself. Ariel's wicked story was really turning her on. I don't know any better way to express what it was, Ariel said. It was a dick deserving of worship. Jesus! Now I want to see that dick. Then you'd be begging for it too, Ariel assured her. I don't know about that, Julie said, although she loved sucking dick, and a nine-inch one was very intriguing. Well, I sure did, Ariel said and then I took it in my mouth and sucked it. You slut, Julie accused without judging, even though Ariel had just admitted to cheating on her boyfriend. I sure felt like one, Ariel admitted. I'd never wanted a dick that much before in my life. I'd have done anything for it. But what about Daniel? We've been arguing for a week. I see. I'm not saying what I did today was right, Ariel said. She did feel a bit guilty for cheating but she'd do it again if she had another chance to get that big dick in her mouth or pussy. I'll deal with Daniel when I get around to it. I won't say a word to anyone, Julie promised. She'd always had a crush on Daniel, but if he wouldn't go down on his own girlfriend then, well, he wasn't worth giving the time of day to. Thanks, girl, Ariel said. So there you were sucking his cock, and? Julie redirected the conversation back to the wild sex story. No, I was sucking his enormous cock. Ariel corrected, really stuck on that aspect of her incredible experience. Sorry, so you were sucking on Bobby's enormous cock and... Julie rephrased.
and after a couple minutes of slow sucking, I begged him to slide his big, long, enormous dick all the way into my mouth and face fuck me. No way. And although I gagged a little, which I didn't mind at all, he slid all nine inches into my mouth and my throat, and then he slowly face fucked me. Shit is that hot. Julie said she started pumping the vibe in and out of her pussy a bit faster. I know, Ariel said. His long dick in my mouth had set my pussy on fire, and I started finger-fucking myself while he kept face-fucking me. Jesus, tell me more. Julie moaned. Did I just hear you moan? I may or may not be fucking myself with a vibe right now. Julie said, not at all ashamed to admit it. You're fucking yourself while you're listening to my story? I am, Julie admitted. Now keep going. Well, Ariel said, empowered by knowing she was turning on her slutty friend. He face-fucked me, just slowly, for a couple minutes, and then he warned me he was going to come. His balls kept bouncing against my chin, and I grabbed his ass so he wouldn't pull out until he shot his load into my mouth. You nasty cum slut, Julie moaned, imagining that big cock shooting into her mouth. And somehow, the moment his dick pulsed and started erupting in my mouth, and I couldn't believe it was happening. I came too. You came from getting face fucked? Julie asked, still pumping the vibe in and out of herself, now even faster. I did, I really did. So to be clear, the very first time, in your entire life, you had an orgasm. It was from getting face fucked by a nerd? I know it sounds pathetic. Ariel admitted. Then she added, wanting to share every last detail with her best friend. Then when I came, I fell back a little. His cock slipped out of my mouth and he coated my face with a huge load. Oh my fucking god. Julie moaned loudly, and her orgasm was triggered by her imagining that enormous cock face fucking Ariel, and spraying its load all over her face. It was so hot. Are you coming right now? Ariel asked, not knowing what else those squealing sounds and then a scream could be from. I plead. Julie gasped for breath as the orgasm ripped through her. The fifth. You nasty slut. Ariel said through her laughter, Delighted that her best friend had just come from listening to her telling her about getting throat fucked and given a facial. I don't deny it, because that's what I am. Julie admitted freely, as her orgasm continued ripping through her. And I haven't even finished the story. Ariel pointed out. There's even more? Julie asked, still coming. Yeah. While I was lying on my back trembling from my first ever orgasm. Ariel continued, getting horny again by telling the story. Without my even asking him to, he dove between my legs and ate me out. Nice, Julie said. I do like a man who volunteers to eat pussy. And oh my god, he was so fucking good at it. That's crazy for a virgin, Julie said. I assume he's a virgin. He told me he was. Then good for him. Yeah, really. I don't have any experience in being eaten out, but fuck did he have my pussy on fire, and eventually I came for a second time. So. Bobby the nerd not only gave you your first ever orgasm, but two of them? Which qualifies as multiple orgasms? He did. Well, I hate to give a win to a nerd, but I have to give credit where credit is due. Julie said, impressed by the nerd's bravado. I know, Ariel said. And then I kissed him. Oh my, Julie gasped. What? Ariel asked, concerned. Kissing is way more intimate than sucking and fucking. And licking. Ariel added playfully. Yes, and licking, Julie agreed. After a pause, she asked, How do you feel about Bobby? Ariel pondered this question. She realized as she thought about it, that she really liked him. He'd only been gone, 
what, a bit over half an hour. And she missed him already, and not just because she wanted that cock back in her mouth. There was just something about him. His strange but caring approach to taking pictures of her. The many and perceptive compliments he kept giving her. That long pause may be my answer, Julie said. She pulled her vibe out and sucked her juices off of it. She did enjoy her own taste. Yeah, I think maybe I like him, a lot. Ariel answered, accepting that it was the truth. And what about Daniel? I haven't the faintest idea. The blonde beauty admitted. Then you've got some thinking to do. I suppose I do, Ariel said. Her situation with Daniel was a real puzzle. Should she dump the popular Daniel, who helped attract followers to her social media? Should she openly start dating a guy like Bobby? What would people think? Was Julia right? Would it be social suicide? If so, was she courageous enough to choose happiness over popularity? Well, girl, Julie said, I'll see you in an hour. Shit, we have cheerleading practice. Ariel sighed, feeling exhausted. Yep, Julie said. Shower up, and cool down those raging teenage hormones. Yeah, yeah, Ariel laughed. She said goodbye, and actually did take a shower. The next morning, Ariel sent Bobby a simple text, Good morning. Bobby saw the text, and he wasn't sure what to do about it. He was a mixed bag of emotions. He couldn't believe what had happened yesterday. He couldn't believe how he'd acted. He couldn't believe he'd had oral sex with Ariel, both ways. And he felt guilty. Guilty because he'd used the girl he was in love with like a slut. Guilty because he was a party to her cheating, even though the cheaty was Daniel. But there was even more to his convoluted thoughts. He felt guilty because deep down, he was proud of finally one-upping the bullying jock.so because he didn't know what to say, he didn't answer her text. Right after physics class, Ariel came up to him and asked, Did you get my text? Yeah, I guess, he answered sheepishly. Are you coming over after school again today? Ariel asked. For the first time in forever, she was feeling insecure and vulnerable, which she didn't enjoy at all. I don't think so, he said. Really? Did I do something wrong? Ariel asked, her insecurity growing. Didn't he like the blow job? Or did she taste bad? Bobby looked her in the eyes for the first time and said, I'm not going to be the other guy, Ariel. Bobby, she began, but he turned and walked away. Bobby felt like an ass to walk away from her like that, especially since she'd been trying to say something, but he simply couldn't be that horrible other guy. His dad cheated on his mom regularly, and he knew how badly that destroyed her. A high school relationship wasn't really the same thing, but still. On the other hand, he really did want to be with her. Ariel stood there in shock. Even though she now realized Daniel wasn't a worthwhile boyfriend and their relationship was toxic, she still felt she needed him if she wanted to remain a top influencer when she started college in the fall. She texted Bobby again, please come by after school. That night, for the first time in her life, she got stood up. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel good at all. It felt horrible. Upset and close to tears, Ariel called Julie. Then the moment she picked up, she wailed. I can't believe he didn't show up. Julie could hear the pain in her friend's voice. Trying to snap her out of it, she reprimanded. This isn't like you at all, Ari. Why are you letting him get to you like this? I don't know. Ariel wailed, not knowing why she was so upset. Do you like him? She asked more specifically than she had last night. I think so. She repeated, knowing it was strange, but she couldn't deny it. As in a boyfriend? I think so. She repeated unable to answer any of her own questions or Julie's with any confidence. 
Okay then, answer this next question, and you'll have all your answers. Do you like him more than you do Daniel? Ariel just threw her feelings out there, including her one shallow truth that was holding her back. I like Bobby lots more than Daniel, but I love all the attention I get from being Daniel's girlfriend. What am I going to do? Do you feel guilty for cheating on Daniel? Ariel thought about that one, and realized she didn't. Not the least little bit. Is it bad that I don't? Maybe, Julie said. But knowing that might answer the question you keep asking yourself. What question? The question of Bobby or Daniel, Julie said. And I think you've already decided between them, but you haven't accepted it yet. Maybe, but... Ariel began. No buts, Julie interrupted, not believing she was about to say this. After hearing how Bobby made you come by shoving his long cock down your throat, and then he went down on you like a real man and made you come again, the answer is crystal clear, at least it is to me. And hearing you tell me about it made me come hard as fuck. You're so bad, but I'm serious. Julie, I don't know what to do. Yes you do, it's obvious. Julie said emphatically. Bobby is the only one of the two who's worthy of you. He treats you like a queen. He has a great big cock. He's the only one in your entire life who's made you come. And, he enjoys munching on your snatch. Nice finishing touch, Ariel said. Julie was always so crude. Sorry. Is eating your vagina better? Julie teased. Brat. Ariel laughed. One more thing. He's probably completely in love with you. Julie added. While Daniel is only in love with himself. He did tell me he fantasized about me as a wife and mother. She said. And he's called me a queen. Now that's romantic. Julie said, her cold heart warming up for Bobby. If you want my opinion, Bobby gets my vote. Really? Ariel had thought Julie would choose Daniel. She'd inferred as much yesterday. Yes, very much really. Daniel is ten times hotter, but a nice guy with a big cock trumps a good-looking narcissist any day of the week, Julie said. She then added teasingly, Our queen. So you think I should break up with Daniel? Not exactly. We both know you have to break up with him. So you want me to break up with a popular hot college guy who's likely headed to the NFL, for a cute nerd? Again, not exactly. He's a cute nerd with a big cock, who can throat fuck you, fill up your pussy deep as fuck, and eat your sweet cunt until you come. Julie listed wickedly. That's one way to put everything in perspective. Ariel laughed, looking forward to again experiencing each of those things Julie had listed so nastily, especially another throat fuck, and soon feeling his extraordinarily long dick filling up her pussy, and maybe even her ass. Not to mention him plugging your asshole. Do you think you'll be able to take nine inches up that tight ass of yours? That's hard to say. Ariel said thoughtfully. The biggest one I've taken so far was less than five. With enough lube, you'll take him like a champ. I still think that would be a real challenge. But I'd do anything to be with Bobby. Ariel said, and then she heard what she just said. Those eight words had just confirmed in her head what she needed to do. Truer words and all that. Then I think you know what you have to do. Agreed. I've got to go. Ariel said abruptly, now determined to do the right thing for her new boyfriend. Good luck, Julie said encouragingly. She knew that saying she'd do it and actually doing it were two very different things. Thanks, Ariel said and hung up. Ariel phoned Daniel immediately, but he didn't answer. She hung up without leaving a message. Then doing the not very brave thing, but determined to do it before she changed her mind, she texted him. We're done. Greatly relieved, she next texted Bobby. Everything is different now. 
Tomorrow we need to talk. Then she closed her eyes, replayed her time with Bobby and finger-fucked herself. But frustratingly, she couldn't come. After twenty minutes of trying, she gave up. Meanwhile, Bobby saw the message. He wondered what was different, and what she had to say. It seemed unlikely she'd ever break up with Daniel. But it had also been unlikely she'd ever suck his dick. His friends kept asking him questions, and he kept evading giving them any real answers. They'd seen that something mysterious was going on, and some of them had also seen him turn and walk away from her while she was still trying to tell him something. There was nothing in the world he'd rather have than Ariel as his girlfriend, and eventually his wife. He was completely in love with her. He had been ever since grade six, when he'd seen her being plucky enough to punch Joey in the stomach for yanking on her ponytail. But he couldn't see a world where Ariel would ever love him back, even after yesterday's shockingly amazing sex. The next morning Ariel was waiting for Bobby at his locker, wearing a pretty blue sundress and mocha-colored nylons. She was nervous. In fact, she couldn't think of a time where she'd been any more nervous. The risk of his rejecting her filled her with trepidation and insecurity. Bobby was chatting with his two best friends when he saw her standing next to his locker. Derek said, Ariel is waiting for you at your locker, man. No way, Adam said, looking at her in awe, just like every other mortal male. Cool it, Bobby said nervously. Then Ariel saw him and immediately walked briskly towards him, making it impossible for him to avoid her. Ariel begged nervously, not looking at all like her usual confident self. Bobby, please don't walk away this time. I need to ask you something. Um, okay, Bobby said, then glanced at his two friends. Would you like to go somewhere private? No, I want to ask you this right here in front of anyone who can hear me. She said a bit louder, summoning all the courage she could find inside her, the hallway quite crowded. Because this was Ariel, and she was looking distressed for the first time in forever, quite a few heads had indeed turned to see and listen in. Okay, shoot, Bobby said, feeling nervous yet curious. Will you go to prom with me? Ariel asked, with her heart in her throat. Holy shit! Adam barked explosively. Derek literally gasped. Mike, a football player, chirped in. You're gaslighting the nerd, right? Serves him right. Fuck off, Mike, Ariel said, keeping her eyes on Bobby. So, Bobby, she continued, putting her heart out there for everyone to see. Will you? Is that other thing over? Bobby asked obliquely. I broke up with Daniel, Ariel blurted out, wanting to eliminate any reason for him to refuse her, even with this crowd of potential gossipers listening in. You dumped Daniel for that? Sarah, a fellow cheerleader demanded incredulously. Fuck off, Sarah, Ariel said, not letting anyone get in the way of her question or demean her new man. Please, Bobby, say yes. Say yes, man, say yes. Derek urged him. Bobby was overwhelmed. Her plea was a dream come true. But it was also completely surreal. He did his best to ignore the background noise, all those eyes watching and judging them both, all his male peers demanding to know what the fuck was happening. Focusing completely on Ariel as she beseechingly took his hands in hers, he said. Of course. I'd love to take you to prom. Awesome, Ariel said breathlessly. Then she leaned closer and kissed him, right in front of all those people. I guess hell has officially frozen over. Someone joked. What just happened? Someone else asked in a bewildered voice. Their kiss lasted a good ten seconds, while Ariel felt her heart pounding with excitement and her pussy tingling. Contrary to her prior concerns, now, for the first time in her life, she didn't give a fuck what all these people thought, and fuck was it liberating. She was just being herself. She was just being. Will you please walk me to class? 
she asked, surrendering her hand to his. Of course I will, he said. He knew everyone was watching them, most of them questioning Ariel's sanity, but he didn't care. He never cared what everyone thought, and that sure wasn't about to change now. As they strolled through the hallways together, the other students they encountered stared and gasped, since what they were seeing was completely unbelievable, Ariel invited. Want to come to my house for lunch? We can have lunch here, he replied. We can do that together lots of times from now on. But today I was thinking of offering you some homemade lunch, and maybe you could offer me some, she said coyly with a sexy smile. Oh, he said, catching on. So, she said, I'm very, very hungry. Think we can make it back in time for class? Maybe. She shrugged that he had English class after lunch, and if he was late for that class, it wouldn't matter. Now that you mention it, I'm pretty hungry too. I hope you're starving, she said meaningfully as they reached her class. She kissed him again, while lots of their schoolmates passed by. Once she'd gone into her class, Bobby headed to his class, where both Derek and Adam were waiting for him outside the door. They interrogated him, but he only gave them some vague answers without sharing any of the juicy details. He respected her too much to go all diarrhea mouth like many other guys would dot at lunchtime. They left the school building hand in hand to her car, and she drove the ten-minute drive to her house. Ariel was dying to get Bobby's cock back in her mouth. As they drove, Ariel with her right hand on his leg, Bobby asked, putting his hand on top of hers. How did Daniel take the news? She realized she hadn't even thought about her ex-boyfriend since she'd sent the text. She also realized he hadn't texted or called her back. She said, I don't know, he hasn't responded yet. What do you mean by he hasn't responded yet? I called him, Ariel said, but he didn't answer. So I texted him. What did you text him? We're done. Oh, he said, not knowing how he felt about that. Breaking up by text wasn't cool, even he knew that. But why should he care how she'd done it? She'd done it. And she'd chosen him over the bully. You're not angry, are you? Ariel asked. I broke up with him as soon as I could so I could be with you, and you wouldn't feel you were crossing any lines. I appreciate that, Bobby said, glad that she had. But part of him felt it wasn't a real breakup until they'd exchanged some actual words. I hope you know I really like you, Ariel said. And I really like you, he countered, giving her hand a squeeze. So tell me one of your fantasies about me, she asked, changing the subject to get past the Daniel one, but also wanting to start learning everything she could about him. That sounds like you mean sexy stuff. Are you sure you want to know things like that about me? M. Ariel purred, squeezing his leg again. I like hearing sexy stuff about you, baby. Tell me everything, and spare me no details. Well, first, I always visualize our doing lots and lots of kissing and hugging. Bobby began. Some of his fantasies were sweet and romantic, others were very fucked up. That's sweet, baby, and I do like to cuddle. But come on, get to the good stuff. The kinky stuff. Ariel coaxed. She just knew that behind his sweet exterior was a sexy bad boy. He'd done a bang-up job of eating her out, after all. Puzzling over what to say and how much to share, he cautioned her. I'm not as squeaky clean as you might think. Oh, I love hearing that. She purred. Tell me about your bad boy side. Well, first and foremost, I want to go down on you again. Oh, I like that idea. God, you ate my pussy so fucking good. She purred. Music to my ears. I'll eat your pussy anytime you want me to. He promised. Em, I'll keep you to that. Ariel said. Tell me more. Well, I've always wanted to do a 69. 
That sounds so fucking hot and delicious. Promise me you'll be on top, so you can fuck my throat with your big cock while you're eating my pussy. She said wickedly. I promise I will, babe. He agreed, excited that soon he'd have his face buried between her legs again. Because I really want your cock shoved down my throat again. She said, her mouth watering in anticipation of having that massive cock dominating her again. I've been craving it in my mouth for two days. You really want my big cock? He asked. He'd totally enjoyed her obsession with his size the last time, when she'd constantly described it as his big cock, his long cock, or even his enormous cock. Yes, I really do. She agreed, bringing her hand to his crotch and giving it a firm squeeze. I just can't wait for your big, long, hard cock face fucking me again. And I can't wait to eat your delicious pussy until you come on my face again. Bobby countered, dying to taste her again. We're so lucky we found each other. Ariel said. Now we get to give each other amazing oral sex all the time. So lucky. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And I'm the luckiest girl, too. She countered, pulling into the driveway. So let's go inside and start getting busy. She squeezed his dick once more and added, I need that dick in my mouth right fucking now. Can't wait. Bobby enthused, following her into the house. This time they didn't wait to make it up the stairs and into the bedroom. As soon as Ariel had closed the front door, she turned around and pushed him against the wall, dropped to her knees, and hungrily fished out his cock. But when she went to put it in her mouth, he gently pushed her away reminded her. As I recall, you're supposed to be flat on your back, and I'm supposed to be on top of you, fucking that pretty mouth of yours like there's no tomorrow. Em, you're right. Ariel agreed. But first, I need a minute of two between just me and Big Bob's. Big Bob's. He laughed, as she leaned forward and wrapped her lips around his dick. Both a new nickname for him, and also what you love doing to him. Em. She purred, her fingers going to her pantyless pussy, since she'd gone commando today and was also wearing crotchless pantyhose, so he'd have quick access to her needy box. Yeah, suck my dick, Bobby moaned, watching her slowly bobbing on it. From now on, always, she promised, taking it out of her mouth barely long enough to speak. After a couple minutes Bobby wanted to please her like she was pleasing him. So he took control by ordering. Let's go into the living room. I want you to lie down on the couch. Yes, baby, she purred. I love a man who knows what he wants and tells me to do it. She got up, took his hand and led him into the living room, and he said, What I want right now is to fuck that pretty face of yours, and to eat your sweet pussy. That sounds great. Tell me more, she said as she reached the couch and lay down on her back. I'm going to throat fuck you, and eat you, and make you come so fucking hard, he growled. This was a side of him that until this moment had only existed in his fantasies and even then only in the heat of the moment, when he close to coming. All his other fantasies, always about her, were sweet and tender, about them kissing, and gently caressing each other, oh so romantically. Oh my god! She said, hiking up her skirt and spreading her legs to reveal her crotchless pantyhose. Climb aboard and throat fuck me, tiger! He climbed out of his pants and underwear and straddled her, which was a bit awkward. Then he leaned down and buried his face in her pussy while she raised her head and took the head of his cock into her mouth. It took a bit more maneuvering from Bobby before his dick was at the right angle to slide down her throat, while also allowing him to eat her pussy. Em. Ariel moaned as he began licking her and slowly pumping his dick in and out of her mouth. Bobby wasn't very athletic or coordinated, but he managed to settle into a smooth rhythm after a couple minutes of starts and stops. Ariel grabbed his ass 
and after a few tries she pulled him down until all nine of his inches were filling her mouth. She gagged more than once while making the attempt. His dick needed to go deep down her throat. But once she'd succeeded, she held him in place for a good thirty seconds, until she was confident she could keep it in her mouth while she breathed through her nose without gagging. While she was mastering this new skill, Bobby was eagerly licking her pussy. He decided he could do this all day. Yes, he loved having his dick in Ariel's mouth, but he equally enjoyed, perhaps even more, pleasing her in this other way as well. Ariel gently slapped his ass, and Bobby took that as permission, so he resumed slowly but deeply fucking her face. Then for three minutes or so, lasting longer this time, he jerked off this morning inspired by a fantasy of her dumping Daniel, even though he never thought it would happen. Soon he knew he was going to come, so he sucked on her clit harder, causing her moaning to increase, so he was pretty sure she was getting close too. Ariel slapped his ass again, this time with both hands, so Bobby began really pumping his dick, sliding all nine inches into her mouth and most of it down her throat with every thrust. Ariel was now taking the whole thing without gagging at all, and she was about to come from his rough face fucking, his balls bouncing off her nose this time. And from Bobby's amazing tongue, just like two bodies becoming one, and like two bodies perfectly wired together, and like two sexual souls destined to be together. Bobby and Ariel came simultaneously. Bobby exploded a massive load deep down inside Ariel's throat, and Ariel climaxed from the thrill of swallowing his big load and having her clit devoured. Ariel screamed which startled Bobby's dick out of her mouth, and so for the second straight time, he inadvertently came all over her face. Bobby of course hungrily lapped up all the cum gushing from Ariel's pussy. Fuck are you amazing! Ariel gasped, her body spasming uncontrollably from the intensity of her orgasm, while a little more of Bobby's cum landed on her face. She reached up to take that cock back in her mouth, wanting to milk every drop of the delicious cum from him. A couple minutes later Bobby began to get a cramp so he reluctantly rolled off of her to land feet first on the floor, and he stretched his legs. I can't believe you made me come again! Ariel gushed. Until the other day, I thought there was something seriously wrong with me. By dumping a hot college jock for an inconsequential high school nerd, you've proved there's definitely something wrong with you. He joked. Maybe, she said, and she stretched her legs high in the air before standing up. You do look hot with cum on your face. Bobby complimented admiring her lovely face with his load dripping off of it. So do you, she said. His face was wet and shiny with her pussy cum. We should probably get back to school, he said. Probably, she agreed half-heartedly. But you should probably clean up first. You too, she said with a smile. They arrived back at school, just in time for class. Julie was waiting for them right outside the door to the classroom they all shared for this next period, and she asked with a smile. Did you two lovebirds enjoy your lunch? We sure did, Ariel said happily. She certainly didn't mind her bestie knowing what they'd been doing. And are you happy to start a widespread rumor about your eating his cock for lunch? Huh. You've got a big gob of cum on your dress, Julie said. She then scooped it off with a finger and sucked it into her mouth. Hey, that was mine. Ariel objected. Finders keepers, Julie joked, and they headed into the classroom. That afternoon they did study at her house, and they also each came from their oral sex. This time Ariel didn't back away, so she got to swallow the entire load. The next morning, Ariel and Bobby both skipped their respective classes and met in the cheerleader's change room for a secret rendezvous. He throat-fucked her, and again came down her throat. At lunchtime, she returned the favor at her house. After school they went shopping for a tux for him to wear to prom, 
and she blew him in the change room. Finally that day back at her house, they indulged in a side-by-side 69 that was perfect for both face-fucking and pussy-munching, then the day before prom. After school, at her house. Bobby asked since the breakup via text was still bothering him. It just didn't seem like a proper closure, or very final. Did Daniel ever respond to your text? No. She answered, not having thought about it at all seriously. Don't you think you should check that he understands what you meant by it? The lack of any confirmation was the last thing bothering him about her prior relationship. He sensed it wasn't truly over and done with. You're right. I'll call him right now. Ariel agreed as they reached her bedroom, even though what she really wanted was his dick in her mouth. His big dick in her mouth meant a guaranteed orgasm, and ever since that first one, she'd become addicted to them. She'd already sucked his cock twice today, and was looking forward to load and orgasm number three. Please do, he said. Fine, she sighed. But right afterwards, your cock had better be halfway down my throat. No worries about that. I'll fuck your face so deep my balls will be drumming ratatats against your chin, he assured her. He'd gradually come to understand how much she loved dirty talk whenever they were alone, but she appreciated being treated like his queen in public, with lots of compliments, holding hands, tender kisses, his hand on her leg, and so forth. In only a couple of days, the school had accepted, even if they didn't really understand, this new beauty and the nerd relationship. His inexplicable conquest, since according to most of their perceptions, the guy always won the girl, and never the other way around, had led to his popularity increasing by leaps and bounds, which he didn't always consider a plus. He hadn't undergone some real-life Disney makeover. He was happy to become friends with the kids he could respect, but he didn't want to get palsy with assholes he disliked, or who'd used to bully him or his friends. And the same sentiment went for the girls who admired them. Fuck, I love when you talk dirty, she said, her pussy already on fire. She grabbed her phone and made the call. Again, no answer she said, showing him she dialed the number. He's still not answering. Okay, Bobby said, a little annoyed, but not at her. So about that face fucking? She smiled, dropping to her knees. I can't believe how much you adore sucking my dick, he said, as she fished it out. Are you complaining? I'm definitely not complaining, he said as she stroked his dick. It was almost always hard whenever they were together. Good, because our relationship needs to include lots of sex she said before taking his cock into her mouth. Speaking of sex, he said after only a couple of her bobs on his dick. She looked up at him and asked, What? Do you want to fuck me? Do you want me to fuck you? He countered, showing a bit of nervousness. He loved getting sucked and throat fucking her, and he loved eating her pussy until she came in his mouth and squirted all over his face. But just like every other guy, he'd be delighted to go further. I'd love to feel your massive dick pounding my pussy she said, moving to his balls and sucking one into her mouth, which she was now doing for the first time. Oh, he moaned at this new sensation. Do you think my itty-bitty pussy can handle nine inches of dick? She asked a moment later, moving to the other ball. I don't know, he said. I'm hardly an expert. But he did know that the girls in porn took dicks bigger than his in all three of their holes. But he sure wasn't going to compare his queen to a porn star. I think it'll be able to she said, bathing his balls with slobbery wetness. If I'm going to lose my virginity, I don't want it to be with anyone else. Good, she said, as she stood up and looked into his eyes. Because I'm pretty possessive, and from now on, this dick is mine and mine alone. I can certainly live with that, Bobby said, his hand reaching under her skirt. 
Because that goes both ways. This pussy is mine and mine alone. Yes, baby. It sure is. Ariel moaned. Then she then leaned in and kissed him. After a couple minutes she broke the kiss, went over to the bed, lay on her back, spread her legs and said, Let's start now. Come and fuck me, baby. Bobby didn't need to be asked twice, and he got onto the bed and between her legs, and delivered his dick to her pussy entrance. Just shove it right in, baby. Ariel invited, as she wrapped her pantyhose-clad legs. She'd cut a hole in these ones sufficient to give him easy access and had gone commando all week, around him, ready to pull him inside. Okay, here goes, he said, as his dick parted her pussy lips and slid inside. Uh-huh. He moaned as the surreal sensations of his very first, and likely his only pussy ever, coursed through him. Yes, please, fill me up, Ariel urged, excited to feel all nine inches going deep inside her, and hoping to learn if she'd be able to come from getting fucked. She was nervous and worried that she might be unable to get off, which was the reason she'd hadn't offered to take his virginity during the past couple of days. Instead, she'd focused on the sure things, her cock sucking, and his amazing tongue getting her off. Oh, God, he groaned, as his entire dick slid inside her, while he looked down at her lovely face and just rested against her body for now. Are you going to fuck me or what? She asked as he stared down at her. Oh, I'm going to fuck you all right, he assured her. But first I want to take a moment to enjoy this once-in-a-lifetime moment. Em, she said. Then give me your lips. So he leaned down and kissed her. Then for a couple minutes, with his dick deep inside her pussy, they simply made out. But finally, needing to be fucked hard, she broke the kiss and demanded. Now really fuck me, baby. Pound me hard with your big dick. Sure, let's do this. He acquiesced, and he braced his hands on both sides of her head and began pumping his hips. Oh yes, that's it. She moaned. Your dick feels so good inside my pussy. This is amazing. He cried. Which wasn't the most profound statement ever heard, but it was the best he could come up with to express his utter disbelief at both his good fortune and the queen he was losing his virginity to. It was just so, well, amazing. Yeah, so you like fucking me? Oh yeah. He agreed. He was too overwhelmed by this pleasure to get into any lengthy conversations right now and was happy he'd come on her face earlier this afternoon when they'd snuck into the cheerleader's shower and change room for a quickie, otherwise he'd likely have already come. Then show me how much. She ordered. Really give it to me. Pound me. You want it hard? Yeah, I do. Fuck the shit out of me, baby. She cried out, staring deeply into his eyes. Give me every inch of that stupendous dick. Okay, can do. He agreed and he grabbed her ankles, pushed them together in front of him and used them for balance while he slammed into her, while also licking the silky soles of her pantyhose-clad feet. Oh my god, you kinky fuck. She moaned, this angle reaching new depths inside her pussy, and his tongue on her feet was surprisingly sensual. You like this? He asked, fucking her as hard as he could. I fucking love it. Ariel moaned, and hooray! She felt an orgasm approaching. This is my pussy now. He declared in the heat of the moment, feeling a rush from exercising his dominant side. Yes, baby. Fuck my pussy. She moaned then amended. No, fuck your pussy. Oh yeah. He groaned. He loved this position, and he also loved tasting the salty sweat of her stocking-clad silky soles after her long day of wearing shoes. Maybe it was weird, but this was one of his many fantasies about her. Do you like licking my sweaty feet? She asked while he bathed both of her saws with his tongue. I love doing it. 
he said as he fucked her. Then you can always be my little foot-licking peasant boy. She moaned, his hard fucking and soul licking really turning her on. Anytime. He assured her, loving to worship her feet, which he'd wanted to tell her, but had been too shy to since it was pretty weird. Oh fuck, that feels so good. Ariel moaned, realizing that although Bobby was the one losing his virginity, it kind of felt like she was too, since all her previous sex seemed trivial compared to this time. So good. He agreed through a moan as he continued fucking her, surprised by what a workout this was. He'd have to get in better shape, after another minute she said. Now I want to ride you. Lie on your back. Sure. He agreed. He pulled out of her, got onto his back, and watched as his beautiful new girlfriend. It was crazy that she was, sat up, pulled her dress over her head to reveal no bra, climbed on top of him, and lowered her pussy onto his dick. He watched her face as she bit her lip while her pussy swallowed his dick. Uh-huh, she moaned. In this position, his dick almost seemed to go all the way through her body to her throat. God, you're beautiful, he said, admiring his queen in all her beauty. Thank you, she said, appreciating the compliment. She rested her hands on his chest, which was surprisingly muscular for a nerd, and began riding his dick. Oh, fuck, he groaned as she rode him, admiring her firm tits bouncing which he hadn't caught sight of when they were having oral sex. Do you like my tits? She asked after a couple minutes of riding his dick. She realized that during all their sex sessions except for the first time, she'd always kept her dress on. They're perfect, just like all the rest of you. He praised, always the romantic. Then show them some attention. She ordered, leaning forward and offering his lips a hard nipple dot he opened his mouth and sucked it in, and he placed both hands on her firm tits and started squeezing them. That's right, suck my nipples while I ride this big dick of yours. She moaned, her pleasure doubling, since two erogenous zones were now being stimulated at once that he did just that, went back and forth, sucking her nipples while he listened to her moans. Oh fuck, that feels so good. She groaned. Bobby realized she wasn't moving as much since he'd started sucking her tits, so he began vigorously bucking up his ass to fuck her hard. Oh yes, my stud. Really give it to me. Give me that dick. She moaned, her orgasm rising. Could she ever come from getting fucked again? Could she really? The affirmative answer excited her, while it also still caused trepidation. Mmm, he responded, focusing on his multitasking. Yes, don't stop. She moaned, feeling a rising tide in her loins. Bobby had no intention of stopping until she came, although he too was getting close. Oh, fuck. She moaned, then after another dozen strokes, she sat straight up and bounced on his cock, riding it as if he were her personal pleasure trampoline. He watched her riding him. He watched her tits bouncing. He watched her facial expressions. Her orgasm clearly was close. He listened to her moaning in ecstasy. Fuck, 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 fuck. She cursed, not in anger, but in utter euphoria. The answer to the question that had been festering in her subconscious, her greatest worry, was answered and pacified. When she came hard, on his dick, feeling her coming on his dick, her body shaking uncontrollably and falling forward, planting her tits on his face, he resumed doing the fucking. And as her orgasm continued coursing through her body and making her vibrate against his own body, he shot his very first load in a pussy, into his goddess's pussy. Yeah, baby, she moaned weakly. Fill me up. This orgasm had usurped, and continued usurping. All the energy from her body dot he kept pumping until he was spent and then collapsed back. His dick slid out of her, and a mixture of his and her cum leaked out of her pussy, dripping down onto him. 
You're so fucking amazing, she said a moment later, bringing her face close to his as eyes she could look into his eyes. You're fucking amazing too, he reciprocated. Then for the second time that week, they heard the front door opening downstairs. Shit, mom's home, she whispered, rolling off of him and off of the bed with their cum still losing out of her. At least she wasn't wearing his cum all over her face this time. Fuck, he cursed, as he hurried off the bed, found his pants and pulled them on, then grabbed his undershorts and shoved them in his pocket. Ariel got her dress back on, and tossed him his t-shirt. Bobby put it on and grabbed his backpack, pulling out his physics textbook. Ariel jumped onto her bed and reclined against the pillows, crossed her legs to stop the cum leaking out of her. And Bobby sat down beside her and began spouting physics mumbo-jumbo. This time it took a couple minutes before. Ariel's mom came in and greeted. Studying again? I just can't get enough of this. Ariel said, and Bobby felt his cheeks burn red from the obvious innuendo. Bobby, would you like to stay for dinner? The mother invited, coming over to the bed. I'll order takeout, so we can skip the dishes. Ariel's dad should be home soon, and he wants to meet you. Yes, he'd love to stay, Ariel said, placing her hand on his leg and giving it a sly squeeze. Yes, I'd like that, Mrs. Burns, Bobby said in his typically polite fashion. That's great, she said, noticing her daughter's hand on his leg. And since it looks like you two are becoming an item, you can call me Gwen. Yes, we are, Ariel said. Just let us know when it gets here. We need to keep studying, of course, honey, she said, noticing a quarter-sized wet spot on the bed. Under no illusions that her daughter was a virgin, she gave her a quick knowing wink and headed back out saying, Have fun, you two. Once they were alone, Ariel started laughing. What? Bobby asked. That had been the scariest couple minutes of his life. She knows we we've been fucking. What? How? She saw that come spot. Ariel explained, pointing at it. Oh my god! Bobby gasped, starting to freak out. Don't worry, baby, she said. She knows I'm sexually active, and she's okay with it. She's even the one who got me on the pill. Really? he asked, starting to calm down, but only slightly. Yeah. If I remember right, she said she didn't want me to make her a grandmother in her early forties. Now old is your mom? Forty-one. Jesus! My parents are in their mid-fifties. Crazy. Yeah, he agreed. Everything about this week has been crazy. You know what else is crazy? What? he asked as she leaned into him. It's crazy how crazy I've gotten about you. She said, kissing his cheek. It sounds like my corniness is wearing off on you. He said with a fond smile. But you're not crazy about me? She asked, pretending to pout. Oh, I'm absolutely crazy about you. He assured her. Actually, I have been for years. But I didn't start even talking to you until recently. Nevertheless. The rest of the night was surprisingly lots of fun for Bobby. Ariel's dad was amazing, and to his surprise, worked as a gaming designer he'd actually programmed one of his favorite online games. So they got to talking and kept going for more than an hour, for a while even neglecting the ladies. And Bobby's plan to major in gaming design next year when he started college only enhanced their fascination with each other. Not wishing to be completely ignored, eventually Ariel started rubbing his dick under the table with her nylon-clad foot. When Bobby was leaving after nine o'clock, Ariel kissed him goodnight on her front porch and said, I booked a hotel room for us after prom tomorrow. You did? Yes, tomorrow night you'll be sleeping all night with me. That sounds too good to be true, he exclaimed. Prom night was going to be awesome, which was somewhat ironic, 
since about a week ago he'd had zero intention of going. But I'm not sure we'll be getting much sleep. She teased, giving his cock a squeeze, then one more kiss, and she added, I bought something sexy to wear for our overnighter. She then turned abruptly and went back into her house without saying another word. Bobby adjusted his dick and headed home, knowing he was the luckiest man in the world. That night Ariel called Julie and immediately blurted out, Today I came from getting fucked. Well, hello to you too. Julie replied with an edge of sarcasm. Sorry. Hello? Today I came from getting fucked. I assume it was with Bobby? Yes, Ariel said. This afternoon he fucked the shit out of me. I thought you were going to wait until prom night to take his cherry. That was the plan, Ariel admitted. But I was sucking his big dick, and he said something oblique about sex, and well, well what? Julie asked, wanting to hear her bestie tell her the details. I spread my legs on my bed, and he fucked me so good, Ariel said, always loving to tell her friend everything. With his big cock, Julie added. Yes, he pounded my pussy with his enormous cock, Ariel said. He even licked the soles of my nylon-clad feet while he was doing it. A multitasker. Nice, Julie joked. It felt sensual and kinky. I bet. Are you masturbating again while I tell you about my sex life? Not exactly, Julie said as she enjoyed the tongue working on her pussy. Not exactly? Someone's eating my pussy. What? Who? Ariel asked curiously. A milf from across the street, Julie said as Fran's eyes went big. Fran couldn't believe she was eating Julie's pussy, and even more, she was doing it while her husband was at home watching sports. You slut, Ariel said, but not accusatorily, impressed that Julie had this knack of just doing whatever the fuck she wanted all the time. And she's quite good at it. Julie moaned, as Fran continued eating her sweet pussy. Where are you? Ariel asked. At home in the garage, Julie revealed. She left her husband to come over for a bedtime snack. Fuck off, Ariel said, although she knew it was true. Julie was that kinky. What can I say? Aren't you supposed to be out volunteering with that youth program? Ariel asked. She was just remembering Julie had said she was volunteering at a church to pad her resume, and that she should do some of that too. I was, Julie explained. Friend here volunteers there too, and well, now she's volunteering some more. You're so bad, Ariel said, getting turned on from listening. Says the girl on the same day she took her guy's virginity. It's the first time I've taken any guy's virginity. Regardless, you've become an orgasm slut. Guilty as charged, Ariel admitted. I bet my cute milf pussy muncher friend here would eat your pussy too. Julie offered, her orgasm getting close. M, maybe. I wonder if Bobby would like to watch me dyke out. I'm sure if he would. And I know he's discreet, so my new pussy-munching pet would love to devour that sweet cunt of yours. Julie said wickedly, and Fran's eyes went wide. A week ago she'd been totally straight, but now after coming over to Julie's house twice and Julie coming to her house once, she was now possibly being loaned out to eat some stranger's pussy with her boyfriend watching. But as wrong as that sounded, and as wrong as what she was doing right now was, the prospect made her long-neglected pussy burn. That would be so wonderfully nasty! So did he come inside you? Julie asked, bringing the conversation back to Ariel. Yeah, I straddled him, bounced on that dick like I was a pogo stick, and I came on his dick just before he erupted inside me. Em, Julie moaned, pressing Fran's face hard against her pussy and beginning to grind on her pretty face. Yeah. And then mom came home, 
and she didn't catch us, but she saw a big cum puddle on my bed, so she winked at me. So your mom approves of your being such a slut, she moaned. Like you're any different. I want to hear you come on that bitch's face. Can do, Julie moaned, pressing speakerphone. And I want to hear you tell her what to do. Eat Julie's pussy good, Fran, Ariel ordered. Eat that pussy, and maybe you can come to the high school change room after a cheerleading practice and eat a dozen eighteen-year-old pussies. Oh, I like that, Julie said, about to come. Now come on her face, Ariel demanded. Coat that mommy face with your cum. Oh, fuck, yes, yes, fuck, Julie moaned loudly, biting her lips so she wouldn't scream too loud and alert her parents, who were in the house. So hot, Ariel said, already looking forward to tomorrow's prom and more humongous dick. Since you've taken his cherry, you might have to give him your ass tomorrow night, Julie said, as she kept coming on Fran's face. You've got to make the occasion extra special somehow. I'll do anything for him, Ariel said. And some backdoor action might be exactly what she should make happen next. I think you might be falling in love, girl, Julie said. Maybe, Ariel said, those words turning into a question. Was she falling in love with Bobby? I've got to go. My folks haven't seen me in a while. Julie said, finally releasing Fran's head. Okay, talk to you tomorrow, Ariel said. That night Ariel wondered, did she love him? Without a doubt, she had feelings for him that were very different from any other guy she'd ever dated. And she constantly missed him. And she constantly craved his dick. And also without a doubt, she couldn't wait to see him in the morning. She texted him, thinking of you. He replied, thinking of you too, my queen. That was all that was sent from either of them, as they each got ready for bed. Yet for both of them, those simple words were enough to help them drift off to sleep after a great day, and an even more exciting tomorrow. The next school day went very much like the prior couple of them, except for the first time Ariel picked up Bobby from his house, and she met his mom, just as she was leaving for work. Mrs. Franklin was quite surprised to meet Ariel, the girl who'd convinced her nerdy, antisocial son to attend prom. She was thrilled he was going, but given his history— she hoped this wasn't just a setup for some mean bullying trickery. She thought not, since Ariel seemed very sweet, even though she was ridiculously pretty. Once they were alone in the house, Bobby gave Ariel her morning load and orgasm. Ariel took Bobby to her hairstylist after school to get a fresh haircut, and then after she dropped him off at his house to change clothes and went home to do the same, she picked him up again and they went out, just the two of them dressed up in their finest. To a five-star restaurant one of Ariel's friends' mom Angela owned and hosted. Angela herself seated them at a table in the back corner, and it was all so romantic, and they'd agreed before the date they wouldn't have any more sex until after prom, which had sounded good at the time, but it was killing Ariel that she wasn't allowed to crawl under the table and devour his dick, since his slight makeover and tucks had Bobby looking unbelievably hot. Bobby was brimming with confidence. He hadn't initially been all that excited about getting a haircut from someone who wasn't the barber he'd been going to since he was twelve but the new dew and some hair gel had given him a completely new look. The tucks also upped his game. He couldn't wait to begin spending the night with Ariel. Over their dinner they talked about places they traveled to or wanted to go to. They talked about their favorite movies. They talked about next year in college. They discovered they had more in common than either of them had thought. Both of them loved to travel, although Ariel had traveled extensively, but Bobby and his folks had only taken a single two-week trip to Europe the previous summer but that had opened his eyes to some differences in the rest of the world, and had given him a travel bug. They both liked romantic comedies. Both loved Notting Hill, 
and anything Richard Curtis wrote or directed. They both agreed that Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks were the best romantic couple ever. They also thought Barbie was an epic movie, and Bobby had secretly gone to see it when he was visiting his grandmother in another city. They both couldn't wait for college. While they weren't planning to attend the same one, they'd only be 38 miles, or three-quarters of an hour away from each other, which was doable for an ongoing relationship, if somewhat inconvenient. He'd be attending USC, which was the top gaming development school in the country, and she'd be at Pomona College, a top liberal arts college. They made their entrance into prom half an hour late, and everyone's eyes were on them the moment they appeared. Ariel in her low-cut red dress, with mocha thigh-high stockings, which everyone could see the top of on her left side because of the slit that went up to her waist, so they could also be scandalized to see she was commando. But she didn't care what anyone thought, she was dressed up for her man, and he was the only person that mattered. They danced together, only slow dances at first. But Ariel pushed Bobby into taking a risk and cutting loose, and he did. Eventually Ariel was crown. The prom queen, but this isn't Disney, so Bobby wasn't even considered for the prom king. That honor went to star football quarterback Brian King. During their one and only dance together, Brian asked, Why the fuck did you come with that nerd? What? You think I should be with you? She asked archly. Well, we are the prom king and queen tonight, he pointed out. And we're easily the two most popular people in the school. Well, for one thing, you're an asshole, she said bluntly, and then she gave his dick a daring feel and said, And for another thing, I want a man with a big dick, not a toddler's play toy. She then pushed him away in the middle of the song and went back to Bobby. You bitch, he snapped. Fuck off, Tiny. She called back across the room, and she finished the king and queen dance with Bobby. Then after a couple more songs and visiting with some friends, they headed out towards their secret rendezvous dot on the drive, she returned to a conversation they'd had a couple days ago. So, we never finished our conversation about your fantasies. No? No. You must have visualized more playtime activities than just 69ing, she said, placing her hand on his leg. I'm a guy, he said. Of course I've imagined us doing more things. Then tell me some of them, she said. In fact, tell me all of them. Well, he said, pondering where to start. I guess I'd love to worship your feet in nylons. You did that the last time you fucked me, she pointed out. A little, he said but I'd like to lick every inch of your soul, suck on your toes, and, and what? She asked. I hope you know by now you can tell me anything, anything at all. Well, I've always liked the idea of a nylon-clad foot job. Noted. She nodded. I can easily make that fantasy a reality. Great. Do you also want to come all over my feet? That would be really hot. Bobby said. He'd watched lots of nylon foot job videos. I bet it would. She purred. It seems that behind your cute exterior lurks a deviant pervert. I can be perverted, he admitted, but I can also be incredibly sweet and romantic. Then you're the perfect man, she appraised. Someone who treats his woman like a queen in public, who dotes over her, making her the center of his universe. I'll always want to do that for you, Bobby assured her. And yet you'll treat me like a complete slut fucktoid behind closed doors, she added wickedly. That part I'm still getting used to, he admitted. Oh, the way you always face fuck my mouth and fuck it hard demonstrates to me you can do perverted like a champ, she said, as she pulled into their hotel's parking lot. This is where we're staying? It is, she said as she pulled into the valet parking. Wow, he gasped. This was the poshest hotel in the city. 
My daddy makes very good money, she said, as a man in a flashy dark green uniform opened the door for her. Bobby got out, and they walked hand in hand into the hotel, while someone grabbed Ariel's hardshell suitcase and Bobby's olive drab duffel bag. Even their luggage demonstrated they were from completely different worlds. Ariel checked in, and a bellbow led them to their room, rolling her suitcase behind him and carrying his bag. The moment they were inside the room, Ariel said, dropping to her knees, Our day-long dry spell is officially over, and we both survived. He quipped, pulling her back up, spinning them both around, pushing her against the door, and kissing her. Em, she moaned into his mouth, as their hands took lascivious liberties with each other's bodies. After a couple minutes of kissing, she broke away, grabbed his hand, and led him to the king-size bed. She kicked off her heels and turned around. Unzip me, please. Bobby did, and she slithered out of her dress to reveal she was wearing nothing but thigh highs. Now let me help you to undress, she said, taking off his jacket and bow tie. She next kissed his neck and nibbled on his ear, while she unbuttoned each button of his dress shirt. What other fantasies do you have besides fucking my nylon-clad sols and coming all over my feet? I believe I've also mentioned sucking each of your perfectly manicured toes. He reminded her, as her hand moved over his chest. Mmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmm
she asked, her tone unreadable. Did she like the idea, or was she insulted by it? As he finished saliva bathing her big toe, he admitted. Yes, actually. I'm sorry, but you did ask. Don't worry, I love the idea, baby. She giggled, offering him her other foot. I'll be proud to walk around wearing your cum on my face, or your pearl necklace, if you'd rather. That would be so hot, Bobby exclaimed, beginning to pay the same focused attention to each of her other five toes. If you told me earlier, I would have really enjoyed walking into prom hand in hand with your load all over my face, she said wickedly. Oh my, Bobby gasped. But that might have been too extreme. Maybe that should be my next post on social media, she said. A close-up of my face coated with your cum. That might be too much, too. He laughed. My new post of the shot Julie snapped of you and me entering prom is already very popular. Is it? He asked. He hadn't known she'd posted anything. To his knowledge, she hadn't posted anything since those first pictures. The close-ups. He'd taken of her more than a week ago. Yeah, lots of people are calling you my new mystery boy. She said, as she enjoyed his slow, slithering tongue worshipping her toes appendages she'd never considered erogenous zones, even though she spent a lot of time and money always keeping them looking pretty and perfect. I'm your mystery boy? He laughed, a bit curious to know what kinds of comments people were posting about him. Apparently he'd gone from a nobody to a somebody in just a couple of days, which he was still rather uncomfortable about. But since she was a social influencer, and he was dating her now, he should have known it was only a matter of time before she'd start posting things about him and people would make comments both good and bad. Yeah, she said. There are tons of likes and comments about you. Well, it's certainly a mystery to me why you're dating me, although certainly not the other way around, he said. He still wanted to pinch himself sometimes to make sure all this was real. It's not a mystery at all, she said. It started with my falling for your cock, but now I've fallen for you yourself. Your kindness, your compassion, your sweetness, your intelligence— the way you treat my like your queen, your good boy look, and of course. She paused for dramatic effect. The way you face fuck me, eat my pussy, pound me, and make me come like blazes. Well, obviously those. He smiled, just reaching her next to last toe. Obviously. She smiled. So tell me another of your kinky fantasies, you bad boy. Em. He pondered which one to tell her next. I'm serious, I'll do anything for you, baby. She said, really turned by him like usual. I'll be your complete slut. Do you want to watch me with another girl? I can easily make that happen for you. Oh fuck, really? He asked, his cock flinching. You like that idea? She asked. Actually, she'd never been with a girl, except for some harmless kissing. I plead the fifth. As she wrapped both of her nylon saws around his hard cock, she said. No, it's just fine to tell me anything. For instance, would you rather see another girl with her face buried in my pussy? or my face buried between another girl's legs? Oh yeah, he groaned appreciatively, as she began stroking his cock with her feet. It was a little awkward, but she was doing the best she could. Which one? she asked. Either or both, he said. His visual of that was so hot, and so were her nylon-clad feet around his dick. Who'd you like to see me sixty-nining with? I'm not touching that question with a ten-foot pole, he joked. Do I look suicidal? Fair enough. She laughed. But how about Julie? She's even more of a slut than I am, and I know she'd love you to see her naked. Like I keep saying, I'll do anything you want me to. Then how about fucking her? Would you like to do that? If you want me to, I will. 
but you'll have to be there cheering us on, and if I see the slightest hint of jealousy on your face, I'll stop fucking her immediately. No, I'd love to watch you with her. And since I'll be calling all the shots, I won't get jealous at all. But right now, do you like my feet on your dick? She asked, gradually getting into a smooth rhythm. Yeah, I really do, he said, and he grabbed her feet and began fucking them. Oh, you bad boy, fucking my expensive nylons, she purred. I'll fuck your feet in nylons whenever I want, he said. He knew she liked him to be dominant, and right now with his balls beginning to bubble, he had no difficulty in being confident and dominant. Yes, you will, baby, she moaned, this kinky sex act really turning her on. And you'll wear nylons for me every day, he said, rapidly pumping his dick between her two silky saws. I've been wearing them for you every day since I asked you out. You didn't ask me out, you asked me to prom. So we're not actually going out? She asked with a bit of concern. She'd literally referred to him as her boyfriend numerous times recently, including to both of her parents. Well, not officially, he said, still pumping his dick. Not officially? She asked, getting a little annoyed. Relax, I'm just teasing. Let's make it official right now, he said. Will you please be my girlfriend? Of course I will, you asshole. She answered. You scared me for a minute. Sorry. I just needed to be the man for that minute. Oh, you're all man. She purred. Now come all over my feet, Mr. Official Boyfriend. Yeah? You want me to coat your expensive nylons? Yes, please. Shoot your load all over them. I'm about to do just that. He said as he kept furiously fucking her feet, and then he erupted, spraying his load past them and onto her chest before she brought her feet together to catch the rest of the load on her silky saws. So hot. She moaned. Fuck. Bobby said weakly, his orgasm erupting through him. Once he was spent, Ariel demonstrated her flexibility by bringing her left foot all the way up to her face and licking the gooey, white gobs into her mouth. Wow. That's so hot. He said. Yep, I'm very flexible. She said, retrieving all the cum she could from it, before doing the same to her other cum-coated soul. So I see. Once she'd finished her snack, she stood up and said, I'll be back in a couple minutes. I want to slip into something a bit sluttier. You had me at sluttier. Bobby joked, a vague reference to Notting Hill. She grabbed her suitcase and went into the bathroom. Bobby went to the bed and lay down. He rested against two pillows, just relaxing while he waited for whatever Ariel had in mind for him next. Ariel examined herself in the mirror, applied some fresh lipstick, even though she doubted it would last very long and then sauntered out to show him the new lingerie she'd bought to wear for him. As soon as she came out, Bobby looked up, and his semi-erect dick immediately regained its full strength. Oh my, you look amazing, he said, staring at her. She was wearing an authentic-looking maid outfit. It fit her body perfectly and included garters she'd attached to her black stockings. She spun around to show off the back view to him, that featured sexy seams up the backs of her legs and a black skirt short enough to display a bit of her butt cheeks and that she was still commando. Oh my. He approved. You're so sexy. I wanted an outfit portraying that I'm here to serve you. She said, swaying sexily to the bed. It's doing exactly that. He acknowledged. And you must have some other fantasies you haven't told me yet. She said. She got onto the bed and went to straddle his face with her pussy so they could 69 in a new position they hadn't yet tried, with her on top. Bobby slid down the bed so he could lie flat on his back, and he said, Well, I have at least one more, but it might be too much to ask for, and I don't want you to think I see you that way. What is it, babe? She asked as she stroked his cock. 
Do you want to pee on me? You can if you like. She never had a golden shower nor wanted one, and she wasn't even sure why that idea had popped into her head, but it had. Bobby was astonished by her suggestion. And as he stared it up at her inviting pussy, he said, Oh wow, that's not what I had in mind at all. Sorry baby, that wasn't even a serious suggestion. It was just to let you know that I'll do anything you asked me to. She said, licking his cock head. Anything at all. Well, this might sound gross, but my kinkiest fantasies of you are always about anal sex. He said, as he looked up to see her tiny asshole. Ariel said, as she swirled her tongue around his cock head. Oh, Bobby, you naughty, naughty boy. You'd like to sodomize me with your giant cock? Oh, only if, if you're okay with it. He said. I can certainly understand if you're not interested. I did just promise you anything at all, baby. She reminded him. She then devoured his cock, taking all nine inches into her mouth and beyond, and holding it there tickling her tonsils. She gagged for a brief couple of seconds, but quickly adapted and kept it there with no further discomfort. She then came back up for air and finished her thought. So, yes. I want you to fuck my asshole with your big, long cock. For real? Bobby asked, having thought it might be a deal-breaker, and he'd initially had no intention of mentioning it. Of course. What part of I'll do anything for you don't you get? Cool. But not yet. I want your next load in my mouth. She said, as she resumed sucking his dick. And I want you to squirt all over my face. He reciprocated, and he lifted his head to lick her some more. Then for a few leisurely minutes, either in any hurry to get the other one off, each just enjoying their slow burn, each worshipping the other's privates, Ariel sucking and Bobby licking. Ariel's orgasm began rising first, so she started sucking faster knowing by now that making him come would make her come too. This led to Bobby shifting gears from slow meandering teasing to more. Aggressive focus licking, and he now paid attention to the clit he'd been ignoring on purpose until now. Feeling Bobby beginning to work her clit over, she bobbed as furiously as a porn star, devouring all nine inches, now with smooth excitement and no gagging. Now they were both focused on the same goal, to make the love of their life come. And while at first Ariel had been closer— her deep throat skills and wet mouth were quickly provoking the rising load in Bobby's nuts. Bobby sucked on her clit as he moaned, and being the gentleman he was, he warned her he was going to come very soon. Ariel didn't slow down at all, since her own orgasm was imminent. And their bodies were completely in tune with each other, as if they'd been created to be in sync. Then the moment Bobby's dick pulsated and his cum started erupting inside her, Ariel came too, massive gushes of cum flooding out of her, and into Bobby's open mouth and all over his face, even as this time she swallowed every drop of his spend, focusing on moaning against his dick, instead of her normal screaming while rapture consumed her doubt a couple minutes later, Ariel rolled off of him and laid on her back. God, do I love your long dong! And I love everything about you! Bobby said, rolling onto his side to admire his girlfriend wearing a sexy maid outfit she'd put on just for him. Without a doubt, he was the luckiest guy in the world. If you go into my suitcase in the bathroom, you'll find a bottle of lube. Go and get it for me? Ariel asked. I need a minute or two to recover. Okay, he said, and he got off the bed, his dick still hard and ready for round three. He went into the bathroom and realized he needed to pee, but was still hard. He sighed as he sat down on the toilet and tried to calm down. Eventually he took a piss, not sure he found the idea of giving Ariel a golden shower was all that hot. He washed up, grabbed the lube from the suitcase, saw she also had a vibrator in there, and grabbed that too. He returned, and Ariel was studying her phone. 
Shit, we've really blown up on social media. We have? He asked, not sure he was thrilled about that. For most of his life, any time he drew people's attention it had resulted in him getting bullied. Yeah, she said, putting her phone down. But that doesn't matter right now. But you still need to be an influencer. He encouraged her. Oh, I still plan to be one, she said. But tonight, all I want to be is your slut. And my girlfriend, he said. Your slutty girlfriend who's willing to do anything you ask. She incorporated both thoughts. Hard to argue against that, he said. Flip onto all fours. Yes, baby, she replied, obeying without any hesitation. God, you're so hot, he said, admiring her body from behind. Are you going to fuck my asshole? She looked back at him and asked. Right after I do this, he said, and he pulled her ass cheeks apart and licked it. Oh, you dirty boy, she moaned, feeling his tongue on her pucker. It goes both ways. I'll do anything for you too, he said as he licked her rosebud. She moaned. Then lube up that dick and slide your long shaft up my butt. Okay, I will, he said, although he'd have preferred to spend a bit more time probing her asshole with his tongue. I want to feel you inside my asshole so bad, she said, wiggling her ass as he reached for the lube. Yeah? You want to be my ass slut? He asked, as he poured some lube on his dick. Yes, baby, I want to make all your fantasies come true, she said. And right now, I want to become your three-hole slut. M, he said, admiring her ass as he coated his dick. He then poured some between her ass cheeks and rubbed it onto her asshole. That feels like enough lube. Now just slide inside me. Ariel pleaded, wanting that dick in her ass right fucking now. Can do, he said, tossing the lube aside, moving behind her, and positioning his dick against her lubed hole. Now, baby, right fucking now. Slide it right up my ass. Ariel begged. Bobby pushed forward, and after a very brief resistance, his dick slid inside her. Oh yes. She moaned as his thin, long dick slowly filled her ass up, reaching new and never explored depths inside her bowels. Oh my god, you're so tight. Bobby groaned, watching his dick disappearing between her ass cheeks, in awe of how hot and warm it was inside her, a very different sensation from her mouth or her pussy. Oh yes, baby, fill me up. Ariel moaned. I'm all the way in, Bobby said, his groin resting against her ass. I'm so full, she said in her own awe that she had nine inches of cock in her ass. You're so tight, he said. Now fuck me, she demanded. Pound my asshole with your long dick. Okay, he said, and he grasped her hips and slowly began fucking her. Oh, yes, Ariel moaned, loving the way Bobby was filling up her ass. That's it, baby. Yeah, this is my asshole now, he said, slapping her ass once after a couple minutes of slow fucking. You can do better than that, she said. Really slap my ass. You mean it? Yes. Slap my ass rosy red while you pound my shitter, she said nastily. Okay, if you say so. He agreed, and he began giving her ass a hearty smack each time he slammed into her. He thought the term shitter was just so nasty. Oh, fuck. She moaned loudly each time he slammed into her. Yeah, take it, baby. Bobby said, now really fucking her hard. Oh yes, baby, hammer my ass, pound my shithole, ream my sphincter, drill my asshole, destroy my shitter. She rambled through another minute of his backdoor pounding. Bobby loved her nasty talk as he continued fucking her hard. Tug on my hair, Ariel begged. Use me like I'm your cheap fuck toy. 
he reached out and began yanking on her hair while he continued his hard anal back shots. Like this? Yeah, baby. She moaned. Just like that. Then her phone rang. Don't you dare stop fucking my ass. She ordered. Who is it? Daniel. She answered, clicking on yes for video chat. Who the fuck is this mystery man everyone is posting about? Daniel snarled. The video only showed her face as she snarled back. I texted you we're done, and you call me back almost a week later? I broke my phone at a party on the weekend, and I just got your message today, he said, as he looked at her. Something was weird. Oh, she moaned. Well, that doesn't change what I said. We're done. I don't think so, he said. And what are you doing right now? I'm getting ass fucked by a big, long dick, Ariel said bluntly, as Bobby kept fucking her and listening intently. You're cheating on me? Nope. I broke up with you. Over the phone? You didn't answer the phone. Ariel said then added. Harder, baby. Slam that dick all the way up my shitter. I've already told you I didn't have my phone. He said, getting really pissed off, even before he heard her nasty words. Doesn't fucking matter. Ariel said. It's over, and now I belong to Bobby and his enormous cock. He's so much bigger than you are. Who the fuck is Bobby? Daniel demanded. Whoever it was, he was dead. Ariel redirected her phone to show him Bobby behind her, pounding away at her asshole. Oh fuck, Bobby, don't stop drilling my asshole. Bobby Franklin? I remember that dork, Daniel said, recalling he'd used to bully him. You dumped me for that pathetic loser? You couldn't satisfy my new girlfriend or make her come with your tiny dick. Bobby accused, accepting ownership of his girl. Don't you dare say a word, dude, Daniel growled. You're fucking dead. Don't you dare threaten him. Ariel glared at the phone. Or I'll tell everyone about your toddler-sized dick. Yeah, this is what my girlfriend calls a dick. Bobby said, his confidence soaring as Ariel protected him. He pulled out of her and showed Daniel his huge dick. Jesus Christ, dude. Put that thing away. Daniel said as his eyes went big at how huge his competition's dick was. Yes, put it away back in my asshole, baby. Ariel demanded. You got it, baby. Bobby obliged, and he slid back into her, reaching out to pull her hair again and really fuck her, his adrenaline rising because he was showing off to his former bully, the ultimate revenge for any nerd. Oh yes, fuck my ass, show Daniel how a real man fucks his woman. Ariel moaned, looking directly at Daniel. You bitch, Daniel said, even though he felt his dick getting hard from watching his girlfriend getting banged by another dude. But given her counter-threat, he sure wasn't about to threaten this dork anymore. I've got a quiz for you, Daniel. Three questions. First question. When you broke your phone, didn't you think your so-called girlfriend deserved to know why you weren't picking up? You could have borrowed someone else's phone and called me. It never occurred to me. Why the fuck would I bother to do that? I dunno, maybe because you respected me? That's strike one. Next question. Since we started sleeping together, how many times have you gone down on me? I already explained that to you. Real men don't lick pussies. Funny, I consider Bobby a real man, and he licks my pussy any time I ask him to. Strike two. Last question. During all the times you fucked me, how many times have you made me orgasm? Babe, I can't count that high. Lots of times. Nope. You never made me come even once, Ariel said, jerking around wildly now, as the dick in her ass, the toy on her clit, and the taboo fact that she was being watched by her ex-boyfriend. Not even once. How could you, with that tiny dick? 
That's strike three, and you're out, Buster. Fuck you, he growled. No, Bobby's the one fucking me now, she said. He's fucking me right up the ass with his long cock. Bobby reached for the vibrator, turned it on, and planted it against her pussy. Oh my god, yes, fuck me baby, fill my asshole right up. Ariel moaned, her orgasm rising, since she was now getting double pleasured, or triple, if she counted the thrill of humiliating Daniel. Daniel could only watch helplessly, not realizing he was rubbing his dick through his sweats. Oh yes, fuck my ass. Make me your three-hole slut. Ariel moaned. Daniel had never seen her anything close to this animated whenever he'd fucked her. Ariel looked at Daniel and laughed, then said in baby talk, Looky look, your tiny toddler cock is all hearty-warty from watching another man fucking your ex-girlfriend. Fuck off, he said. Get ready, I'm about to unload inside your asshole, baby. Bobby warned. Oh, yes. Come in my asshole, fill me right up. Ariel moaned and closed her eyes. Daniel continued rubbing his cock as he watched in helpless awe and an odd fascination. Come from me, slut. Come from my sodomizing your tight asshole, Bobby ordered. Oh, yes. Harder, harder, fuck me. Fuck me, fuck, fuck, fuawak. Ariel screamed out her orgasm from the double pleasuring of the vibe and her wonderful boyfriend's nine inches inside her back door. A few seconds later, Bobby grunted. Here it comes. Before he unloaded deep inside her asshole, while smugly looking at Daniel via the phone. Yes. Fill my asshole with your cum. Ariel moaned, her body quaking from her intense orgasm. Fuck. Daniel grunted, as he came in his sweats. Did you just come from watching me get ass fucked? Ariel asked with a smirk. Daniel just hung up, totally humiliated. There. It's officially over. Ariel crowed. And you're officially mine. He replied happily. Since you just came in my asshole, I'd better be. She gloated. Yes. For always. He said, kissing the back of her neck as he slowed down. Always. Always and forever. He confirmed. Ariel rolled onto her back and kept rolling off the bed, and she rushed into the bathroom, suddenly close to tears. Once she was inside the bathroom with the door closed, with cum leaking out of her ass, she began bawling. Bobby heard her, was instantly concerned, and he got up and rushed into the bathroom. What's wrong? He asked as he came in and saw her leaning against the sink with tears streaming down her face. When she didn't say anything, just kept crying, he scooped her up in his arms and carried her back to the bed. Lying down beside her, he asked, What's wrong, my love? Ariel struggled to force out some words, totally overwhelmed with emotion. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Like what? Bobby asked, very worried about her. She wiped away some of her tears and said, trying to understand her own feelings, since actually she was unbelievably happy. I wasn't supposed to fall in love with you, you motherfucker. Oh. Bobby said that not remotely what he was expecting to hear. She just said she loved him. Ariel Burns had just said she loved him. And now here I am, crying like a pathetic loser. She accused herself, completely embarrassed. I hope you know how much I love you too. You do? He referenced another movie they both loved. You complete me. She laughed, as she wiped tears from her face. And you complete me. I love you, baby. I love you too. Ariel replied, and Bobby leaned down and kissed her. You're my queen, he said when he broke the kiss. And you're my knight in shining armor. She replied cornily, loving her ability to be her real self with this guy. Except instead of a horse and a lance, you've got a long, perfect dick that's all mine. M. He smiled. It sure is. You know? 
Sometimes I want to be treated like your queen, she said, as she rubbed her nylon-clad leg up and down his leg. And other times I want to be treated like your three-hole cum dump. Well, he said, kissing her again. There's still one hole I haven't dumped a load in yet today. Well, we can't let that omission stand. She smiled, as she leaned towards his dick and took it into her mouth, her first ever ass to mouth, another kinky act ticked off of her bucket list. No, we certainly can't. He said, allowing her to suck his dick before they embarked upon a marathon fuck session, where Ariel really showed her flexibility in a dozen different positions, before she came twice more, and before Bobby completed their trifecta by unloading in her pussy. Eventually they fell asleep, with Ariel nestled in Bobby's arms. Love. It's a funny thing, isn't it? The End This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.